Expecting a happy ending, were we? Well, I'm sorry, Huey. It ain't that kind of massage parlor. Go! What's up? This casual lit. I am Jason. I am Art. I'm John. <laughs> um, Dirk, Rody, and Tony apparently had to go somewhere together. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Three dudes together. And I think they took a what's that car on from ah shit Mini Cooper. I think they all went together in a Mini Cooper too, which is kind of weird. Uh, nice and cozy. Yeah. We're also three dudes in a room together. But we are not in a minute. <laughs> That's right. And it's the best day of the year because it's nice and cool in here for once. So Rody and Dirk are missing out on that. So take right. that. It's only 14 degrees outside. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, Rody, this is the one time I'm letting them keep the window open. <laughs> but no, uh, actually, we've got Art back. Hey. And we've brought on John, who's back. But a lot of people are going to be like, John, yeah. way back. To just, you said it was 2018, right? 2018, May 28th, I think I looked oh, it up. wow. And it was a second-hand cerveza, correct? Second-hand cerveceria, yep. yes, sir. Yep, so it's, I remembered. Yep, we brought... How, how do you say that again? Second-hand cerveceria. Yeah, I wanted to make it really complicated for people say to say. <laughs> uh, named all my beers with, with like accent marks and, and tildes on it. And my wife was like, you might want to change the name of your beer so people can actually say what they are. So I put like the English translation of what they were underneath. Nice. That's pretty cool. Maybe like a, almost a learning tool. It's like, hey, I'm drinking beer and I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I know how to say a couple words in Spanish. <laughs> Como se dice beer? What a, I actually don't know. Surveys, so duh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that. I was like, yes, I do. So I, my Spanish is so basic, but. I mean, I've told the story before. I took two years of Spanish, and both years, the first was a girl teacher. She slept with a student. The second was a guy teacher, and he slept with a student. So, <laughs> wow. And I passed. Yeah. Our final, my first well, year, was count to ten. Guess, yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, my Spanish teacher would let me skip class if I bought her McDonald's. So, <laughs> but it was Spanish five. So she's like, "I'm really not going to teach you anything that you don't already know." And uh, joke's on her because I don't know how I made it to Spanish 5. I wasn't born speaking Spanish, so I really needed the class. But I was like, yeah, whatever, senior year. Nice. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Just here's that English McMuffin. Now let me out. Mm-hmm. She actually was going to let me because all four years of Spanish with her, I sat in the same desk. So she was like, if you can get it out of here, it can be yours. Mm. And so my friend and I we were walking it out the back of the class. And uh, she was in the portables. And right as soon as we got to my truck... Um, the principal was there, and we're like, and we're taking it back. So I actually just carved my initials in the desk. She gave me a knife, and so Crowley ISD, Miss Lopez. Wow. Oh, school. That's funny. <laughs> All right, you guys want to start this uh, drinking party? Yes, sir. Which one do you want to start with? I do not care. <laughs> well, we have. Let's go with the storm cloud. Yep, let's the do storm it. cloud. Yeah. Drink it. Storm cloud from Raw Brewing. This is uh, one of their original, when they had the OG lineup. Uh, like I said, it was Ugly Pug, The Red, The Blonde, and I think it was literally called Rars Red and Rars Blonde. They didn't go too deep with their naming back then. And yeah. Ugly, well, but then Ugly Pug, so I don't know. And then it was uh, um, uh, Stormcloud. The Stormcloud was their IPA. It's an English IPA. 
which I've always thought it was more bitter than some other IPAs, but it's been a long, long time since I've had it. And now it's in a can. Yeah, it's a... They changed the logo, too, because back in the day it was a green bottle, and then it had, like, a ship on it crashing. It tastes exactly like I remember it tasting. (laughs) Actually, it's not not as bitter as it was that I remember. It's not as bitter? No. I remember it being more bitter. I don't know. Hmm. Kind of curious. I wonder what I rated it on Untapped. Oh, to go, go back. That's crazy. Go back that far. I remember whenever I got to a thousand beers, like quite a few years ago. I was like, okay, I'm never getting twenty five hundred. If I would have just kept with it, I don't know what I'd be at. <laughs> that's I stopped at a thousand. Yeah, like I'm good. The next level up is 2500 and I was like, well, and if my health insurance sees this, I'll be like, how many beers a month do you drink? It's like, oh, you can check my untapped, and they'll tell you exactly how many beers I drink a month. Well, the last time I had it was 2015. 2015, oh, wow. But I gave it a four back then, and I didn't review it at all, so. No. That, no, this is good. Uh, I mean, I like I, it. I like it. This, this is really good. I'm already like, hmm, this is better than I remembered it being, but. So I said back when I first had it, I wasn't really into crap beer and definitely wasn't into IPAs. I was like, hey, a high IBV. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take two of those. But, wow, yeah, good for you, Rar. I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's back for good or if it's a one-off, but I hope it's back because this is good. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. They do they do have some pretty pretty good beers. Can't even find it. I know I had it. Yeah, I'll look it up another time. <laughs> they had the, they had the winter warm. That thing's gone up so much. The barrel aged winter warmer, and then they put it in those four packs of cans. I miss the bottles personally. Uh, I, for certain styles, yeah, it's kind of nice. You know, you want the big bomber. Yeah, but I like having one to have now with like my wife, and then having one to save later instead of trying to have to drink the whole thing. I'm like, well, I paid 20 bucks for this bottle. It's going to be drunk. Yeah. Even though it's true. like 15% alcohol. <laughs> no, that's a that's a good point. It's definitely like, yeah. <laughs> so you open a bomber by yourself. Well, I guess I'm or, going... or you open it up at like 10 o'clock at night after you know, a night <laughs> of drinking. It's like a little rough. That's why I don't miss uh, growlers. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, I oh, mean... Yeah, no, see, you've ruined my point now. I feel like I have to go get four packs because that does make better sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, learn from experience. My brother and I used to go get growlers, and uh, we showed up to the concert at Levitt, and I had a Velvet Hammer, and he had <laughs> the Bourbon Barrel Age Temptress, but it was they hadn't even opened up yet. Ooh. So it was like they ran the the um, their, their, the Temptress through a filter that had the coffee-soaked bourbon beans, and it was... It was pretty good, but it was way too high to be drinking out of a growler for one for each of us. <laughs> oh. It's bourbon barrel aged temperatures too at that. Mm-hmm. Levin Pavilion, so it's probably hot outside that day too, right? Oh yeah, oh. it was a concert in September or something and we yeah. were drinking Velvet Hammer and Yeah. Golly. Ouch. Try yeah, I'm just picturing that. Like because both of those are heavy beers. <laughs> even <laughs> even though the Velvet Hammer's an IPA, it's still heavy. It's got yeah. that heavy malt back back. Heavy malt body in it, nine percent. So good though. Uh, that's still probably my favorite beer of all times. I stand by that one. <coughs> Petticolas, I love those guys so much. And and you can still get it at No Frills for like five bucks. No. <laughs> oh, No Frills. <laughs> yep, 
that along with what six pounds of tater tots for six dollars. Right. Oh, with the glue cheese. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, apparently there's a storm cloud brewing company. So in case you guys didn't know that. Oh, nice. <laughs> Trying to find the the raw storm cloud myself, but I'm not finding it. It's probably two words. No, it's in there just one word. But where is Storm Cloud Brewing located up? I do not know. Rar Storm Cloud, no longer in production. Oh, no, there it is. Okay, so Storm Cloud 2022. 22, so it's got 39, only 39 check ins, so it is pretty fresh. Nice. And it's only, it's rocking a 3.6, so. They did not put a description on here. And it looks like somebody might have put that in themselves. Oh, yeah. So not the actual brewery? Mm-mm. Crazy. <clears throat> huh. When, when people put them in manually like that, the brewery can take it over and oh, change it. Really? But I'm always surprised by breweries that don't put those in beforehand. Right. Like your social media person should be on top of that. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do it? It's free. It's easy. It takes like five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's free advertising. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? I don't know. It clears up confusion. I'm wondering if people are checking. Yeah, so people are checking into it under the old one too, huh? Yeah, a lot of people are. Anyways, Storm Cloud during a fierce storm. Oh yeah, I forgot they had stories behind all their beers too. The Storm Clouds will have destroyed themselves. A German style IPA, a traditional Indian pale ale with German influence, but it doesn't taste malt that malt heavy, does it? No, it really doesn't. German IPA. I thought it was an English IPA. That's, yeah, that's what I was kind of thought too. That's what it says in the can. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, guys. <laughs> maybe they didn't write this either. Who knows? Or maybe it, maybe it used to be German. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Brar, you know quite well what you're doing. Ugh. But yeah. Last night we went to Division and we had their uh, stout menu that was crazy. And I got peanut butter poured all over me. So <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty good. It's pretty busy. I did not know that place was rocking that hard on Wednesdays. Holy. It was trivia night, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, whoo. It was almost shoulder to shoulder. I was like, man. It's asking Mark. And then it was like, you always this busy on Wednesdays? They were like, yeah, pretty much. I was like, nice. Trivia. Wow, that's cool. But it reminded me of New Maine when we used to do trivia there. It would be busy. It's like, I would always try to work those nights. <laughs> do the people Tips. actually drink on those trivia nights? Because I remember whenever I used to go to Taps and Caps, like they'd hog on the tables and they'd sit on one beer. It's like, bro, come on. But yeah, that's true too. There's a few of those, but it was they did pretty well, I believe. I'd li- I, I mean, I'm, well, <laughs> I like to get into sales numbers and I always want to ask, wait, hey man, how'd you do tonight? <laughs> Tell me how many pints you sold. It's like I just I'm a numbers guy though, but no, they they definitely sold a lot. I didn't get up to the bar once without a line, so that was a good sign for them. And we definitely did not win trivia. So, and Dirk did use the casual lit name, which was kind of weird, but <laughs> <laughs> nice casual lit. They kept calling it out. I was like, hey, it's our podcast. Go listen to it. Anyways, but uh, so John, you uh, I know you were. Back then, you were on your way to opening Secondhand Cerveza, or it was in the plan. We were right? in the planning stages. We had developed a business plan. Um, I had a friend who was looking at opening up a spot, and at the time, I was working directly with students. So I was telling Art earlier, and um, you know, I've worked in education for 13 years now, and I just didn't have the time. 
it was the working with students it was it was oh, i was yeah. on call it was like you know there was always something going on so i didn't really didn't have the time to commit to it and then fast forward to covid and oh. everything shut down and i was just like well i don't like drinking the same beer over and over and over so home brewing kind of went out the way for me too because there was no competitions my wife and i weren't going to drink five gallons of the same beer so i kind of just stopped brewing altogether oh man yeah so it wasn't until the black is beautiful beer came out i brewed that with my friend jerry from uh, ntx beer and unfortunately that was the first beer in nine years of brewing that ever got infected oh wow so wow. I, like my first time back and i got an infection so that's why i was telling art uh art before we <laughs> brew we, we might need to uh uh, do a little couple practice runs because <laughs> right. it's it's been a minute and I know I can still do it it's just that uh yeah I, I want to get some rounds in because like I was saying earlier too uh, I hadn't been smoking meats in a while because I also used to do barbecue competitions yep. so um but again with COVID with that stopping everything I saw my big smokers and I was like okay there goes all that I, I just don't want to do this if if I can't you know be out there doing it all the time I, I just don't want to do it and uh, anyway, so a couple weeks ago, uh, my cousin asked me to cater a party for them. It's like, sure, why not? I haven't done it in forever. Let me go ahead and you know cook three briskets. And I had a grease fire that got up to <laughs> 700 degrees. And <laughs> yeah, I lost those briskets. And I was like, well, I'm still responsible for bringing some food. So I called up uh, my friend at Zavala's and he hooked it up with some briskets and some ribs. And we saved the day. Cost me some money. It hurt my ego, but on the plus side, I got to use a fire extinguisher, <laughs> and uh, that was pretty cool. Don't think I can ever use a smoker again now that I've used it, but uh, yeah, I might oh. have to take that to the dump. So, oh man, well, I, I found out that you can put water around a grease fire if you have to. Um, if you have a grease fire in your smoker right next to your pool, you just <laughs> scoop a five gallon bucket of water and dump on there; it'll go right out. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. One time I had a grease fire, and uh, I went to go put it out with what I thought was a baking soda, right? Or was it baking soda? What is it? That's what you're supposed to use, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was actually um, sugar that my wife had put in a different container. Oh. And so it was powdered sugar, which at certain temperature points actually explodes. So, yeah, it got up to like <laughs> 700-something degrees, <laughs> and that thing stayed radiant orange for hours. It was the one time I had to call the... Um, Man. The fire department. My whole my neighbors came over. They're like, "Oh my god, you what? Are you alive? You okay?" Because I mean, they all know I cook because they can smell it all the time. But yeah, they were they were really worried. So I say all that to say, Art, we need to practice before um, yeah. we start brewing again. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah, get on the smaller systems before you. But you're you're not gonna have. Are you gonna have a pilot system smaller than? No, I mean, I'm going to yeah. start with the one-barrel system. Right. That's all we'll That's have right. to begin with. Um, that will be the pilot system eventually once once I upgrade to whatever I upgrade to. I'm thinking, I'm thinking five to seven barrel. I really don't want to get bigger than that. You know, I just think that anything bigger, you're stuck with too few styles, I think. Yep. You know, so um, if you got to pour out a five-barrel batch, it's not nearly as... as, as uh, hurtful as as a 20 barrel batch so not just because i love them but that's one of the good parts about division they're they're able to spread it out spread so thin exactly yeah i think he, i think he's like five or seven barrels mm-hmm. so and same same with funky picnic michael he can you know if a batch doesn't go the way he wants it to he doesn't have to yep. lose sleep at night over it and, and his pilot system is the exact same system that i have for for my, my really? system. I think, yeah yep. i think i knew that it's a ruby ruby street 
What's up? Yeah, he... I, I actually... <laughs> I haven't spoke to him to ask if our beer's done yet. It should be. It was a lot... Lo- uh, no. Yeah, it was a lager. Lager, yeah. Should be done. How long ago did you brew it? Oh, two Saturdays ago? Uh, uh-uh. It's not ready yet. Not yet? No. 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 How long are you fermenting the lager for? Depends. I mean, till the till the sulfur smell goes away. Yeah, it could be it could be three, four, five weeks, maybe longer. Damn. See, I'm out of I'm out of my element there too. Apparently, <laughs> still it's been. Well, I mean, I was doing a lot more when you know working with Dave and stuff, and now it's like I'm somewhere you know I haven't done it forever and just kind of quit and. It's like, yep, now we just sit here and talk about drinking it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the other thing. There's been so many great breweries that opened up yeah, from that time where I was homebrewing whenever you couldn't get everything. So, you know, you'd find a recipe, you'd clone it, you'd do it. And then, though, it seems like all U.S., the market just went up. And then with the social media, Instagram, you know, you can find someone from that region, tell them you'll trade them, and then you can get whatever you want now so quickly. So I was like, well, if I can get what I want... Why am I even going to do this? Like, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense. It's like, it's a waste of my time. Yep. And, uh, maintaining your kegs and all that business. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep it all, uh, carbonated correctly. And once we, when I brewed with one of my friends, the, his keg lost a seal, so batch was ruined. It's just like, ah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and those, those, uh, Bala kegs, I mean, they're pretty finicky. Yep. It's, so. It doesn't take much for those to lose pressure or anything else. It <laughs> doesn't take much for those to get clogged because you put too many dry hops in there and or <laughs> yeah. you put too much fruit in there and now you got you know strawberry puree stuck in the dip tube and it's like, dang it, why'd I do that? It's <laughs> still one of my favorite stories about my favorite brewery, Martin House, was going to their anniversary and they had a lucky it was uh, their breakfast what was that breakfast beer? Oh, um, daybreak, daybreak. Yeah. And they were like, you know, when they were advertising, it was there. It was either the first or second anniversary, and one of the big headers there that caught everybody's eye was Lucky Charms Daybreak. Ooh, I was like, I'm gonna go get that. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And we got there, like, hey, where's Lucky Charms? And they're like, well, some marshmallows got stuck in the in the keg, <laughs> and it was destroyed. I was like, oh damn. So they didn't have it available. Speaking of Martin House, we're drinking one of their beers right now. Yeah, see my nice segue? That's professional. (laughs) It was fully intentional, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Uh, This is Project Mayhem. It's a peanut butter stuff. Peanut butter golden stout. Which I... They have another peanut butter stout that I like. God damn it, it's in that white can. Uh, Purpose, I think, I don't know. So oh, yeah. Yeah, Golden Purpose or whatever. I thought this was going to be that aged is what I thought it was. and eh. It's not bad. It was, it was super sweet, though. Super sweet. Super peanut butter. Is it peanut butter in there? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of barrel. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. No roastiness, but then again, it is a golden stout, so roasted malt's probably at minimum if there's any at all. I do not like it. That's okay. I don't have to. It's okay. I've had worse from there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. You probably had worse in this room from there. I probably got worse in my cooler right now. Oh, still, <laughs> what you should have been here for wet, that Wings beer. <laughs> I do got that cookie beer to have later, so. Uh, that one's probably going to be better. I, I know the... It's the, super sweet. They're, what are the milk and cookies one? It's not milk and cookies. Oh, the cream, uh, cookies and cream. cream yeah. yeah. It's yeah. out again. I'm like, man, stupid gimmick. <laughs> buy it yeah. and you gotta buy both of them so you can do the 50-50 pour or the 60-40 pour I, I actually like the the cookies part of it though it's not bad 
It's a little little light though. It's a little like we were talking about yeah. earlier. Not no body. Yeah. There's no body to that six percent stout. Which when it's six percent, I'm like, call yourself a porter, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a you are not a stout. That's right. That's how I know. I know. It's technically that's I'm always like light bodied stouts. I'm like you're a porter. You are not a stout. But yeah, this one it's all right. It's actually a little better than I remembered because it came in with those two packs for the those cardboard boxes, which actually kept that just because I said it's Fight Club related. Well, the name is Fight Club related. I was like, oh, I'm gonna keep this. Yeah, we used to keep all the can, all the boxes, and then we ran out of space. And we're like, we're not gonna do anything with these. Yeah, I, I was too. I was, I was kept on top of the fridge in the in the garage, and I was doing. I was like, why am I keeping this? I don't. So yep. So they all went in the recycling bin. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, my first apartment, one of those guys was like, liquor bottles all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah, drink them all. Mm-hmm. Flex, mm-hmm. Flexing on you. Yep. All the plastic bottles on top. Oh. Yep. I mean, I, ca- I can't, in this room, I can't say anything about keeping things. <laughs> just be quiet. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> I mean, they're not empty. This so. room, yeah, this room was, uh, <laughs> I've been getting rid of stuff forever, and now I'm dealing I'm starting to get ready for the tax implications of it, and I'm like, hmm, this is going to get real deep. I had way too much success with getting rid of stuff in here. So we'll just put it that way. Oh, yeah, and there's a paper trail and everything. So. Mm-hmm. So, um, PayPal? Um, well, America. Marcari. Marcari, however the hell you say it. That's where I did all my selling. Gotcha. So they're going to send me my W9 or whatever the hell it is. Yep. Woo. <laughs> and then I started like trying to figure out how appreciation value works and all this weird stuff like selling a like if you sell an iPad that was that you paid $900 for you sell it four years later for only 20 bucks you can't claim all that I'm like oh. I don't know I'm just trying to figure it out I'm like I've got to figure out how to get out of these taxes so yeah but I mean you can you can donate a lot of stuff to Goodwill and and all these different places. Write that off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Probably not on this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shell corporations. Yes. <laughs> that, that's what I keep hearing about on the news. So apparently, we all need one, and we all need to pay ourselves through one. That's oh, that's that's one of the things. I was like, I'm gonna give. So I have this old tablet over here. I paid seven hundred dollars for that. Will barely turn on right now. I was like, what if I gave it away and said that I sold it for five dollars? And I was like. That sounds like money laundering. <laughs> it's no worse than buying a. They're selling an NFT for ninety nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh man, I, I never thought about how easy it would be to wash money with NFTs. Yeah, well, somebody government? showed us that this past week. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang government! Yeah, that would be five, four thousand five hundred. He sold right. Yeah, he sold out. And the most anybody could buy was a maximum of ninety nine hundred dollars worth. Which you can't re- you don't have to report wow. to the government. All any transactions under ten thousand dollars don't get reported to the government. Right. So that's that's a but the FDIC thing. Yes. So that's a you, well, work the system. Pretty smart make, deal. Make it work I for mean, you. My year. In bank, you made it work. My year in banking, all that business was. Somebody came in and did, yeah, fill all this paperwork. Bullshit. Yeah, no, that so in a, he was selling NFTs, huh? Anything cool? You didn't see the commercial? Uh, you need to watch that later. I will have to watch that. Oh my that gosh. 
Did you say what? Did you watch it? I didn't know there was a commercial. I didn't know about it until after the news story came oh out. Oh my gosh! I feel like I missed out because I wanted hey. to buy some for my friends as jokes, but then I was like, oh, ninety nine dollars, nah. Not doing it. Yeah, Not no. that funny. No, oh, yeah. I, I I saved the video just in case it got scrubbed or something because it, it looked like a Saturday Night Live skit. Oh man! I really thought it was like fake. Who was it that did this? Trump. That's right. And Trump did the commercial himself. Oh yes! But it was almost like <laughs> he, it was almost like he was being like a character of himself, doing it. I mean, it was ah. hilarious. Watching that is yeah, so, so funny. I'm going to have so to watch funny. that. My yeah. my favorite NFT commercial is the Matt Damon, the world cryptocurrency. And he's like, you take a risk. It's like, <laughs> now it's all worthless. It's like, hey, you took a risk, Matt Damon. Pay up. Mm-hmm. That's. That's why I would t- I don't, Tony Tony brought something up. I was like, was that Matt Damon? Because, like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, my wife bought, banned me from any crypto NFT stuff. Cause, so I originally bought two Bitcoins way back when for $400 oh. each. Oh no. They rose to three times their value at 1200 And I'm just like, okay, $1,200, I'm out. Then that whole time, whenever it was rising and so rising and rising, I was like, and I lost money. I actually had $2 left in there. And that $2 turned into like $190 just off that $2 that I had in there. Wow. I was like, mm. Oh, my God. So, man, yeah. So, oh. the, the, watching me stress over the rise of, of, of Bitcoin at that time, I was like, you're not allowed to get into any of this. And then, like, whenever, a couple years ago when the uh, Toy Store thing was going on, or GameStop. Yep. I was on Reddit hearing about that. I was like, oh, I can make some money. And then my wife was like, there no, no, do not get in that. I was like, but, but. She's like, no. Remember how you were whenever Bitcoin went up and then it fell? And yeah. So. Well, me and you were both in there because I, 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 I tell everybody I was watching as people were saying, hey, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I didn't. I was like, I'm too scared. And I was like, oh, I made all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like, oh. But then I just created a new way for you to figure out taxes. So. Yep. yep. More, more headache. Trump. Let's do this. I'm going to hook up with Trump. Let's make some NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Casually lit NFT. I, I, I can't believe you didn't see any of that because the, uh, the the NFTs he was selling were were literally like photoshops of, <laughs> of him as like superheroes. Oh, my God. Football player, astronaut. And some of them were like so blatantly stolen like from... Shutter, what's it called? Shutterstock yeah. or whatever. And when they went in to like take the the watermarks out, they missed a few places, and oh. you can still see it. And he was selling them as an NFT for ninety nine dollars. That is horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. What did they? Get? Yeah, what? The, oh. So awesome. Trump, man. Like, then there was a big backlash because people were like, "Where's my trading card?" Yeah, like I wanted my Trump trading card, and yeah, it's an NFT, so it's, it's in your wallet. It's digital. Your, you can just go around and show it. To, yeah, or you could have just went to the website and right clicked and saved. But um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But yeah, sort of said, something that I'm uncomfortable with saying out loud that I know was the one of the coolest things about NFTs was I saw that Paris Hilton of all people it was an article. She buys NFTs, but she has those digital like movie posters, and so if you go in her house, they're in these movie shows. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I mean, I still wouldn't pay, wouldn't pay what you pay for it, but I was like, that's. I guess I was like, that's the only way to really show it off. Yeah, I mean, it's like look, you come in the office, it's like, look, here's David Tyree making the catch. I own that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that not, right there. That is not an NFT though. <laughs> Yeah, that was a uh, my 
my best friend when he got married that was his uh i was the best man and that was his gift to me i was like what the <laughs> man it's the craziest <laughs> thing ever and then i took a picture of it and sent it to david tyree and he actually wrote me back oh nice so, that's awesome it's like I, I i wrote him i was like hey man check this out it was my gift and i was like what do you think of the name ha ha and he wrote back oh tyree what's up <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's cool that was something cool too was show, i was showing connor little connor we were watching the highlights from. I'll randomly watch highlights from that Super Bowl all the time. It's a crazy ending. I mean, I would if if that was my team. Yeah, was like, and I was showing it to him. I was like, Connor, just listen, just listen, okay? I was like, just listen. And they were like, David Tyree, and he goes, Tyree, and I was like, Yeah, that was me. <laughs> he goes, You? I was, like, I was like, No, that is not me. And he was like, Who is that? Is that our family? I was like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was like a little, little, yep, little different, but that's pre- it was pretty funny. That's awesome. But yeah, no, I'm gonna buy that NFT for the catch. We were watching, actually, watching this football thing right before y'all got here. It was all, like every team's greatest comeback win. And I can't, I've watched the Vikings win, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> can't remember what it was. I mean, they've had two this year. Well, yeah, that one's gonna, re- that one's gonna replace. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, they, that, they had the the Colts one and, and the, the one against the Bills too was a, a huge comeback, and that one was insane that too. That was nuts because that was even more were, nuts than, than the Colts yeah. one. Ended like right there on the one or two yard line. Yeah, they, they fumbled it on the one yard line, and yeah, it's crazy. No, ours of course. Of course, what was stupid was they showed the Eagles. And they gave the Eagles two, and they were both against the Giants, which pissed me off. Oh, the, did they show the, the punt return one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that thing haunts me. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings when that happened. Oh. The only sports memory that haunts me is uh, the catch. Yeah, yeah. Des, uh, Des caught it. No, no, no. Uh, Rangers. Oh. Nelson oh, Cruz missing the catch to uh, win the oh, World Series. That was rough. Game six. Oh, fucking Rangers. Should have had a World Series. Back to back appearances, no win. Hey, yeah. but we got a new coach this year, new everything, so... I've always cheered for the Rangers. I always like the Rangers. Yeah, I grew up a Twins fan. I'll still always cheer for the Twins, but I like the Rangers, too. They spent a lot of money again, too. Let's go, Rangers. I am a Rangers guy. I am a Rangers guy. I, grew, I didn't really grow up a baseball fan, so I had a bunch of Yankee stuff because of Fred Durst. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Did you have the red flat bill that you wore backwards? I, I, about seven or eight of them. Nope, nope. I was definitely a little friend. I mean, my email address was Mini Biscuit for Christ's sake. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Mini Biscuit at Hotmail, but I think mine was President <laughs> Big John at Hotmail because I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be president, president one day." Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm so old. Mine was at a at at uh, aol.com. So Ooh, not so you could actually so you actually paid for your AOL. I did. Okay. My my email address I have today. I paid for it one time. That's awesome. And. I had to use dial-up to get the internet. Yep. No, so I did that. <laughs> I did do that, but I couldn't have an AOL. Mom's like, I'm paying for it. It's my email. I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, Valerie underscore K. Right. <laughs> at MSN. So she's like, you got to get the free one. So I got Hotmail. Yep. No, man. Yeah, the That's... only, the, the fanciest thing we did when we had dial-up was I had a second phone line just so we could use that for dial-up mm-hmm. and still have a phone line for, for making phone calls. <laughs> So you wouldn't tie it up. Don't tie up. That's top. right. God. So many times I get in trouble tying up lines. Yeah. 
Oh, I figured out. Anyways, nope, nope. I figured out a lot of things. Like, I'm going to tie this up, put this over here, do that. She's like, you got both phone lines tied up. Yep. No, no, I don't. So, what are we drinking? So we're drinking Bishop's Barrel number, I don't know, because <laughs> the uh, little tag on the label ran out. It was bottled on September 11th, 2015. Oh, wow. And it is an ale aged in gin barrels. I get just a... It tastes like an old IPA to me, so yeah, probably should have drank it um, five years ago. It's yeah, it's it, not bad. It, it doesn't taste too bad. I, I, I kind of like it, but I'm getting like a hint of like cardboard, you Pro- know, just just a little little tiny bit, but not like enough where I don't like it. Yeah, hmm. no, I would drink. Yeah, I would absolutely drink this. I kind of get the gin barrel thing too. You, a little you bit. do a little bit, a little little floral, a little floral, yeah. But I had gin earlier today, so maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so last time I was on the podcast, I remember I brought like some um, Divine Reserve that were really old. I think we had to drain pour one of them. And so I was like, well, I'm going back on. Let's go ahead and bring some old stuff. So this was <laughs> some of the older stuff that I had in my fridge. Man, yeah, the, the, the Divine Reserves. I, that's one of the, it's cool the way they do the different, you know. Styles, not the same style every year. It's like, hey, and we did blind with the divine reserve once. Just like, what do you think it is? And I was wrong every time. I, I was a big <laughs> fan of the divine reserve. That's some, that's some really good beer. They don't even do that anymore. They don't do the bishop barrel anymore either, do they? I don't think so. Sad. They got a great facility though. You know, oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Mm. I think even Martin House stopped doing the IPA that had the different hops in it. Oh, it's celebrating. Oh, yeah. It's like everybody stopped doing that. I'm like, except for a uh, New Belgium and their IPAs. <laughs> yeah, I like my 9.99 big beer IPA. Well, I mean, I bought a, that 12 pack of Voodoo Ranger. That's, um, that's for sixteen about. for sixteen bucks. They still. I'm like, yeah. I like it's a rotating hop series. They they're doing it, and I'm like, hey, it's a big beer, and it's yeah, it's a good beer. You know, yep, nothing wrong with that. That's I had somebody ask me. Uh, last week, what do you think of real, real L's access IPA? And I was like, well, you want the the uh, politics side of it, or do you? It's like it's a fine beer. It's like every time I went to the Rangers game, that was usually what I went for in that plastic jug. Yep. It's like, hey, give me that plastic jug jug thing with the real real L IPA because it's eight <laughs> <laughs> percent. Oh god, that's how we used to do beer math in college. We're like, okay, we can get four eight percenters. For nine dollars, <laughs> or we can get eight percenters for less, and like we go down the we had a little spreadsheet that would do, and just yeah, or uh, I, I, dirty thirty. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I never had a problem with volume, so I was like, how many beers can I get? You know, middle of light, you can get a you know case of that for whatever. That's, be, that's what we would do. I'd always be like, I'm gonna buy this Heineken because I like flavor. For me, this dirty thirty is for beer pong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, oh, I'm losing. Hey, where'd you get that Heineken? Nowhere. <laughs> I didn't know much about taste, but I knew I liked Heineken because it tasted different. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it didn't taste like carbonated water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I haven't had a Keystone, so I don't know what I would do with a Keystone. Mm, you would sit there and enjoy it. I've got my cases of Bud Light that I get from work, and I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. I'm going to drink one of these. And I was like, this is carbonated water. Yep. Like, you know, mm. and if it's really hot outside and it's really cold... There's nothing wrong with it, but and the worst part is putting down three or four of them. Like, 
what's happening here? It's like, uh-huh. it's like what's, what are we doing here? It's like, oh, let me grab one of my uh, hop slam. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, those four and a half percents take a while to add up. <laughs> it's kind of sad. It's like, okay, let's do something. Do you want to do one of these oil cans next? Sure. All right. Let's go. Oil can. Yeah, so Art goes on all these trips, and I don't know how he gets to bring back so much good beer that, like... I don't know. Like, who do you fly, Art? Because every time I American. fly, American. Okay. Hey, hey. And uh, the last time I came back, one beer did break, and it made a mess in the suitcase. But wasn't too bad. Was it just your suitcase, or it was just my suitcase? And I think it literally broke as it came down at the at the carousel. Oh man! Because it was only wet at the bottom of the suitcase and didn't think anywhere else. It's like so. it came down the conveyor, hit the wall, and then boom, done. Yep. That was just one. It was a Summit IPA, saying oh. IPA. But well, I think I told you I was so paranoid. I so I took a trash, took the beer, wrapped it, and then put it in a trash bag and wrapped it. So if it did break, it would be contained in this trash bag. I went crazy with my. I was like, please do not get my clothes wet. That's it. I brought you know, one back. That's it. When I went to Atlanta, I brought all the beer back. I had enough dirty clothes. I just literally took every piece of dirty clothes and wrapped each beer individually. Yeah. But when I went to, to Minnesota, I was only there for two days. Didn't oh, have that much dirty yeah. clothes, and I brought back, like, 20 beers. You see, you have, <laughs> so <laughs> they were on. not wrapped. I mean, there was they were just shoved in there. As, as you have to check? Like so the beer, you have to check it, right? It yeah, it was, it was checked back, yeah. Damn. I'm wrapped in your dirty drawers. I can't believe you let me drink that. I did not wrap a single one <laughs> in dirty underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking shirts, <laughs> pants, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's so. funny. No. Yeah, that's no, it. I do the same thing, and I'm, I make sure to rinse the tops. I'm just like, yeah, this is going to touch my mouth. That was my shirt. I was in Tampa Bay. It was hot. and uh, Yeah. Well, well, yeah. The good news is it wasn't hot in Minnesota when I was there. So When we were in Columbus, of course, I can't remember the name of it now, but one of the breweries was in the airport. I was like, hell yeah. This one's uh, called Vent. It's from Ven Brewing Company. It's... Orthodox Citrus Ford New England IPA. Oh, new. E- uh oh, no date on it. I had to check you. Um, those were sold at a at a um, just a little beer shop in St. Paul that I go to. It's called the the Wine Thief and Ale Jail. Nice. And the beers that they sell, especially those cans, they come right from the brewery, right to their cooler, That's and so cool. and they don't they don't date them or anything because they they're not mass produced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's super fresh. Everything okay. there is really good. I mean, my own words. They did eleven seven. Oh, there you go. See, I'm eating my own words. Nope, this is awesome. Vented out east, brewed for the north. Our hazy IPA is teeming with citrus, Simcoe, and mosaic, which, in the presence of restrained bitterness, lend lush flavors of fresh squeezed citrus juice and marmalade. Ooh, marmalade. Hmm. It's like I don't even have to try. You can tell by reading that that this is going to be good. Sm- smells like a hazy IPA. Oh, sorry. I didn't. No, you're fine. <laughs> I got really short arms. And yeah, that is delicious. Damn, that it's, it does taste fresh too. Yeah, that's the uh, one one of the closest liquor stores to the, to the uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Airport too. Really? So it works out really well. Just grab and go. Head straight up on Highway Five there, go north, and that's. We met. Uh, I, I I think you've met him. I know you've met him before. Art Ian, the guy he used to frequent New Maine. He does all that traveling and 
trading and like he is I got a seat we had these beers these stouts last night I was like yeah give me a I don't know Brody checked into him thank god because I did not (laughs) (laughs) nice but yeah he comes into the vision with like four of these bottles and then he just keeps pulling out all these bottles that's what he would do at New Main he would he was the first person I ever had a treehouse with or was the other tree out up there anyways uh trillium yeah trillium both of those I was like I remember I still am kind of ass about it. I'm, he's like, hey, here's three else. I was like, this tastes like Turning Point. <laughs> it's like this tastes like tastes like every other hazy, clean IPA. He's like, no, this is so special. There are people, and he was like showing me the pictures of people waiting in line. I'm just like, I paid nine dollars a can plus mule fee for this one. Like, I was just like, it's it's. It, I mean, it's good, but it, I was like, it's not worth what you're what you're going through to get it. It's like go to tra- go to turning point or go to now Celeste Celestial's got it I think yeah. they do and False Idol's been turning out some really good stuff I was Absolutely. over there last week and um, I was talking to the brewer there and he was telling me about all the thialized yeast that they've been using and oh, how that, some of that yeah, yeah. Like, well, I went down the rabbit hole of research like what is a thialized yeast what does it do and how does it open up flavors and so in short it's just like a cheat code that allows you to get these fruit passion fruit these tropical fruit flavors from the malt and then also from the hops, but you don't get it from the hops in like the Whirlpool or at the end of the brewing like you do with traditional New England IPAs. You actually mash with it, which I thought was crazy. But So I'm actually, I want to try it as soon as we get to brewing. Because you, you mash with the yeast? You mash with the hops. Oh, okay. Yeah. A mash with oak. Yeah, yeah. And then so the, the, the thialized, it's naturally found compound that's in the yeast. And um, it opens up the flavors that you never would notice otherwise. So. Wow. They, and it definitely comes through in a different way, and it's like strong hits you in the face. And he was also telling me about how they've been messing around with some terpenes, so like the concentrated flavors, like you know, extracted from marijuana plants, and the different flavors you get from that, and like the impact that it has. Like I've been, that's all I've been reading about this last week. Is just I was like, oh, cool, something new for New England. That's the other <laughs> the reason why I stopped brewing is like we just kept chasing, the, you know, the perfect hazy IPA. Hazy, that's all, yeah. Or the perfect fruit pureed beer, or you know, the the the, the the cereal, the snack bar stout. So I kind of just got burned out on it. I was like, man, it's just whatever the next thing is. It's, you know, I just want to brew good beer. And so I just like, I stopped. I was like, I can get good beer. And, uh, but no, it's exciting to see down with this new stuff coming out. I'm just like, okay, I kind of want to get back in there and, you know, just mess around with this stuff and see what you can turn out. Because now with, you know, the use of these terpenes and these stylized yeast, like your hop, volume that you use is like a third less and so you also get more beer because hops take up some of the liquid right and so you get more beer it costs less and so it's just like i kind of just want to see how far you can push it to where you can get the flavor for the lowest amount of cost knows what your efficiency you know, mm-hmm. your efficiency would be much higher well i, I know a place to try that out <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear they just got insulation put in their yes. place yeah the building is uh, insulated now yeah, you turn, you turn Dirk into a construction person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Dirk's like, is that insulation? I knew that. <laughs> Good job, Dirk. Yep. And, uh, not next week, but the following week, we're going to get windows and doors installed and oh, all sorts of stuff. So yeah. so are you starting to get the, the heebie-jeebies? Like, this is happening. It is, yeah. I mean, it, when I got done with the insulation, that's when it really kind of hit me. Like, this is this is happening. Because now I'm to the point I've spent so much money on it that, like, 
it it has to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no going back now. But but yeah, it's uh it's pretty exciting. It's it's really cool. It's kind of put me in a like a whole different like place, you know, mentally where it's like, okay, I can really see the the accomplishments now and but really looking forward to it. Well, it's about what, thirteen minutes from here? Yeah. It's not that far, so you'll yeah. have one customer. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've had a few neighbors stop out out there and, and they're all like, Man, we can't wait to come here and I was telling one lady, I'm like, well, we're going to put some golf cart, golf cart parking in. She's like, oh, God, that's so awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Are you going to have an electric vehicle charging station? Um, Probably. That's good, Tony. You're good. Probably. Bring your Tesla. <laughs> that's right. You're good, bro. Try it. You are good. No. I'll, I'll charge my lightning there when I get one. Oh. <laughs> and then if they ever, we ever lose power, you can charge the brewery. Okay. Yeah, if we lose power, I'll... Actually, the, the brewery eventually will be. I have a lot of solar. On I was about it, to say, eventually. yeah. So the way I'm, the way I'm, you're doing it, you would be able to. Yeah, the way the roof is, I can line up solar on both sides and really hit the, the sun either way, and and uh, should be able to power a lot of the brewery off solar. So I'm hoping to save a lot of money on on electric doing that. It's so. it's gonna be is what is it well water? It's uh, Bethesda. Okay. But I bought. Um, um, the what's it called the RO system? Yeah, RO system from yeah. from uh from David. Oh yeah, that's so right. So I got his system. So I'm gonna use that to New basically start off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'll, everything will start with with a with a clear palette, and it'll be well, interesting. We'll be able to build the water profiles yep. from from that whatever we want. If we want to do like the pilsners and lagers, yep, and add, add anything we need. You know, whether it's you know um with all the stuff the the, um, I don't know, can't think of the words right now, but um, the I was just leaving Beersmith earlier, looking at everything. The yeah. one that added the gypsum, the gypsum, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. I, I bought all that, you know, when I, last time I made a New England IPA, yeah, that had different stuff like that. So it was one of my favorite parts about brewing with David was he purified the water first. He was like. I, if I brewed with somebody in the past that did it, I apologize. David was the first one that I remember doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, your beer is mostly water, so yep. you got to get that right first. Yeah, and he, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, I didn't know we could do this, and we were doing. It. I was like, cool. So. Yeah. Well, at home brewing, I, I live in Arlington, and Arlington has really good water, so all you really need to do is a carbon filter, and that's pretty much it. Unless you, you know need to add a few things here or there to, to balance out pH and that kind of stuff, but um, for the most part, it's really good water, so. Yep, that's what division does. Yep, exactly. Got that Arlington water. Yep. New Maine had that Pantego water. <laughs> yes, which is why he had the RO system. Which is why I will have an RO system because the Bethesda water is not the best tasting water in the world. So, so I was curious if it was if it was well or not. Plus your water bill and all that business. Yeah. But the only thing is too, like if you have people from the neighborhood coming in that are used to drinking Bethesda water. We might want to try brewing one beer with Bethesda water and call that like Rendon, Rendon Lager or something. Call <laughs> the Rendon. Yeah. We'll make a blonde with mm-hmm. Rendon, with yeah. a Bethesda water with nothing but a carbon filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll probably love it yep. and be there every day. Probably drinking be the best selling beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'd be funny. What do you got that tastes like Bud Light? Well, we got Bud Light with Bethesda water. There you yep. go. You gotta have you gotta have the yellow fizzy beer. There you you go. got to. Blonde and Kolsch's, man. Yep. Those are the two for the. Non-crap beer drinkers. Yep. 
Where was I at the other day? They had a new brown ale. And we tried it. I was like, I haven't seen a new brown ale in forever. Uh-oh. Like, everywhere you went in the early 2000s, like, brown ale, IPA. Gentleman's Relish. Yep. Yeah, every small brewery you went to, they had the, their five or six beers. One mm-hmm. of them was a brown ale. Brown ale, blonde, IPA, lager. A, a stout. Up stout, yeah. There wasn't any, Some especially it was stout. the stout. Yeah. Yep. There weren't a lot of porters back then either, though. Mm-hmm. Porter was a style that was in anything German, like Oktoberfest. It did not taste like Oktoberfest. So, <laughs> oh, all those early breweries, man. It's like, oh. Still some more. Oh, just, I have, I have so many bad memories about just early breweries. Like, when you just walk in there and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I paid for it, so I'm going to drink it. It's like, hey. Lie to myself, tell myself it's good. And then some of them went on to do much better, but like, we, we talked about Noble Ray the other day. I remember the first time going to Noble Ray and I was like, woo. But they got better, but then they got shut down. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've talked to the brewer from there. He has some stories about the owner and and how he was just handcuffed. Mm. Yeah. And well, he's up at Roller Town now, right? Mm-hmm. Roller Town? Yeah, that's He's the Roller Town brewery. I'm uh. brewer. But yeah, he was he would talk about how like they'd have they'd have a batch of beer and he, they're like he's like this did not turn out the way it's supposed to. He's like, well, we'll just call something else then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call it whatever it tastes like. Like well, that's what they tell you whenever you're doing like homebrew competitions. Don't enter it in the category that you brewed for. Enter it in the category that you think it best fits flavor profile wise, because that's what they're going to be judging on. Right. So, it's and for not, a homebrew competition, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when you're Selling it, yeah, you're kind of misleading the consumer, right? Yeah, hmm. when, you, when you're at a brewery where you're charging six dollars a pint or something, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Oh. Well, it's a, yeah, it's still one of my favorite. Um, I know a brewery that had a bad batch; they lowered the price, called it something else, and got it out the door. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was like, well done. Yep. <laughs> well done. Appreciate the honesty with the consumer. Two dollar. Get it out. Like, <laughs> I'll take three of those. Yep. It's like it tastes like shit, but it's two dollars. I remember uh um Jekyll's used to have a, a cheap beer tap. And it would be whatever the oldest beer was or whatever. They'd put it on the cheap beer tap and they're like it's two bucks. I'm like, all right. That, sometimes that, it was good, sometimes it wasn't. But that's yeah, a place like that, they should be doing that for sure. Yeah. I know Hop Fusion, they have their Uncle Eddie special. And, like, you never know what it is. It can be a really good beer. It can be something that was bad. But it's $5 for a pint every time. And I've only guessed it successfully, like, once. Yeah. And I was just, otherwise, other than that, I was like, I don't know what this is. Yep. I'm just going to drink it. But it gets kind of scary, though, because you don't know what it is, so you don't know how much ABV <laughs> it is. Oh, right. And with some of their beers, you know, it could be well, 8, yeah, they're, 9, they're, they're 14. Blonde, their blonde is 8%. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you kind of, that's that's kind of the only downfall to that that gamble is just like how much okay I had three beers did I have three lagers or did I have three of their blondes that are eight percent yep oh, so what is it? it's not dirty blonde what the heck it's not honey blonde ah what is their blonde called nah, nah. I know it's eight percent it is pretty it's really good too it is a good yeah what is their blonde called <sighs> yeah no, I'm sad it's signature I know I'm feisty, blonde. feisty blonde feisty yes. you got it yeah, there you thank go. you. Yeah. No, I've had that. And the coconut one. Their coconut Coconejo. Yeah. Both of those. Really good. They're easy to get. And Every beer I've had there has been good. I mean, it makes some good, solid beers there. Their zombie crack this year is probably the best one that I've had from them. 
it's really solid. You were talking about like thin or thick. Like this one's yeah. nice and thick, thick, and it has all the flavors it says it's gonna have. And they also have a variant called the Turtle Crack. So it tastes like the little chocolate turtles, and it's ooh, oh nice. It's solid. It's got like a little peanut flavor too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's an easy spot for me to Uber to because right over there, Funky Picnic, that place. Mm-hmm. It's like Bearded mm-hmm. Lady, Southside, all right there. Oh yeah, Bearded Lady. They're super expensive though. Not well, on Tuesday nights though. No. Tuesday nights you buy the glass for eight bucks, and everything that's on the wall is half off. Yep. So What's if up, you're not Tuesday? opposed to drinking up, on Tuesday? Tuesdays, <laughs> Bearded Lady's Tuesday? a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Then pre-COVID, you used to go there. And then you'd go to Hot Fusion for like $3 beers. Yep. So there was a lot of Wednesdays where I called into work because you got a bearded lady, <laughs> Hot Fusion, and it's 11 o'clock. And you're like, oh, God, I'm, I'm feeling this. Gotta go, to work. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go to work. That's how I feel on most Thursdays after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There, there was a, I was like, we're about to have a come to Jesus meeting, fellas. <laughs> Rody, Dirk, <laughs> stop bringing so much goddamn beer. Or maybe move it to Friday, maybe. That was, yeah, that would be better. But <laughs> I would tell them I was like, the Waterburger person knows my name. This is not my problem. <laughs> this is not my problem. <laughs> it's so funny. They were just looking at me. I was like, I'm seriously joking, but also not. <laughs> oh, those 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 two a.m. Bobs though, they're. They taste better than a, a 6.30 in the morning, Bob. God, hell yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Two taquitos, and I'm just a happy person. <laughs> it's like, I should not be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there. but Until the next morning, you wake up, and you're just like, why did I do that? Yeah. Not in my 20s anymore. I'm almost 40. I can feel it. And The two-day hangover is a real thing. I didn't know that was a real thing until after about like 35. It's like, okay, it is now Monday morning. I'm still hungover from Saturday. This is... <sighs> This is not good. Yeah, I do. Oh, man. Yep, I definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I say, uh, going to work the next day, it's like, oof. Like, oh, I don't want to pay attention. It's like, I just want to lay down. <laughs> and then plus, like, with craft beer, the heavier, all the proteins, it is so much harder on the stomach and the body, in my opinion. Yeah. All the hops, all that stuff. It's like, I drink, you know water and carbonated water <laughs> no effects there <laughs> but it's like you know I have two or three stouts and it's like bubbling, bubbling. all those adjuncts like, the, the lactose and the it's like do you know what you just did mm-hmm. do you want to do another bishop or you want to do my other oh. my other oil can let's do another oil can alright I just brought the bishops just cause uh, I had them and I've been wanting to drink them so alright this one's from barrel theory Beer Company, St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, these have been around since 2015, so they'll be okay with they they go another couple of weeks <laughs> or years not being consumed. Next time I'm on the podcast, I'll bring them again. Yeah, this, one, have to this, do this one's been around since other. a few weeks ago. We'll have to do this again with the other guys because so when everybody's here, we'll do it out on the table. Okay. Back with the old mixer and everything. So this one's from November 30th. Ooh, keep cold, drink fresh. That is. That's pretty. Right, we got to talk about your pores, bro. They're so aggressive. 11.30. I like to do that. But then, like, all the CO2 gets out of it. And... I, I, I like to release the CO2. It You don't get as full. Oh, that's awesome. expert level, right? I never thought about that. Yeah. You, ex- you, you release all the CO2, and you don't get as full, and you can drink more. Yeah, but I probably need the CO2 and then <laughs> <stuff> down. <laughs> 
like their little logo, the BT on the barrel. Barrel Theory. St. Paul, Minnesota. Simcoe Cryo. Uh-oh, we got some Cryo hops. Nice. Explain the Cryo to either of you. <laughs> I don't... I know that's relatively new term. Yeah, so it has to do with the process in which they extract the, um... The... The, the, the hops. The hops, yeah. And, like, they're sealed cold, and they're... They're condensed, and it's it's to, from what I remember. So they're more concentrated than your normal hops. So yeah, yeah. it takes less to get the same IBUs as you would from hmm. from a fresh hop. No, yeah, not fresh I've, hop from I've, a, I've used them before, and you pretty much use like half of it mm-hmm. um, than what you normally use. But they also cost twice as much, so it's about the same anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so what the, <laughs> it was. It reminded me of like when everybody started doing the wet hop beers. What was like four or five? Well, not five years ago. It was everybody was doing wet hops, and then then all of a sudden it was like cryo hops. It's like, hmm. what? Well, I mean, wet hops are cool, um, but I mean they have to be fresh, and mm-hmm. you can you, you have to use them within a certain window. And the one the the, the brew that makes probably the best um, wet hop beer is a uh, um, Sierra Nevada's Christmas. Uh, what do they call it the the Christmas beer they make every year. Um, That's a wet hop. Yes, it's a red. The, the red, the red, the red can. Red. That, that's that. celebration. Celebration ale. Is, yep. That's that's a wet hop ale. Yep, that's it, good. Huh. That is probably the best wet hop ale out there. Newton um, Deep Ale makes one too. That's pretty. The decent. Hop Seeker. Hop Seeker. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. We're Green actually pan. in. in but Sierra Nevada's always tastes. It tastes like it's super fresh. So they they really gotten bottling down to a science. So they're. Yeah, and if you if, their dates aren't too hard to hit either. It's. Cause I'll get the uh, uh, the damn it the green box the green six pack. Is there pale ale? Torpedo. Tor- oh, torpedo. That one. I'll get that one fresh. But no. Oh it's no, the, the um, hazy, the green. Yes, um, I know what you're talking about. Mm. God, what's it called? It's always good. It's one that I when you know like hey man, I, I don't drink, but I'm like grab that, you'll like it. I promise. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's and, it's, and it's like nine bucks, and it's usually fresh. <laughs> yeah. God, and it's a hazy. It's. Is it? It's it's. Is it haze? It's not haze craze. It's, it's got haze in the name. Yes, it does, and it's a. It's such a. It's a terrible name. It's like. <laughs> it's bugging me, but I probably have had more than that. More of that beer than any other beer. Absolutely. So I'm getting like strong onions in this one. Oh, are you? Yeah. And they also have a double IPA. It really has Chinook, Citra, and Simcoe Cryo. It's got to be the Cryo. <laughs> Onion cryo. I'm not getting any. Onion You're not getting any. But you know, after COVID, mm-hmm. um, oh, my 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 smell for onion and garlic both have been screwed up. Mm. So like, like real onion, a little bit of it, mm-hmm. I can smell it from a mile away. You know, and and garlic too. If like someone's cooking with garlic in a in a house, I walk in, I'm like, you cooking with garlic? They're like, I just put some in, like two hmm. seconds ago. So. If it's not like a real onion smell, maybe it just, maybe I'm just blocking it out completely. And and I am a super taster. Cilantro tastes like soap to me. So yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I love cilantro. So growing up Mexican and not being able to eat cilantro made made it, made it difficult at that times. Is, that is tough, dude. That'd be horrible. Rudy's listening. What he loves cilantro. He wants cilantro IPA so bad. Yes. Or, 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 or I'm going to make one. Up for it. I'm going to make well, one. Oh, oh, oh! You got a hazy, hazy little thing. Hazy little thing. Damn, yeah, we should have got that. Like, 
Um, Brody, we got somebody here that loves cilantro and beer and does not want to make your... <laughs> I hate cilantro. <laughs> it is disgusting. It tastes like ivory springs. Oh, just man. grated and poured in my mouth. <sighs> Poor Brody. That, that's got to be tough, man. That's tough than all you art. Man, like, you can brew that one. Every like every street taco has cilantro, cilantro in it, right, yeah. except the ones I order. No cilantro. <laughs> yeah, but I mean they. It's just there. No, no, you seen cilantro. That's all you gotta say. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, Gosh. no, he's he is daydreaming about this beer that's gonna happen, and I cannot wait for it to. Didn't happen. Celestial brew one with cilantro in it? The Celestial, the the something Cantina. They had one that had like chips and cilantro and something really? else. Yep. In it. Yeah. Corn. Mm. Well, uh, that 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 to me thinks the salt would be the only thing that would pass. I, I was gonna balance out the cilantro with, with like some lime peel. There you yeah. go. Soap Ooh. and lime. Mm. Soap, soap and lime with the hops. Heck yeah, yeah. You know those those thirty dollars beers we we're talking about earlier. That that might be one of them. Is yeah. it, uh, is there a Mexican style hop? No, no. So there's neo Mexican, which are found in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and they have more of an earthy, dirty undertones to them. But as far as like Mexico, I mean, I think it's too hot of a where, where you got to grow hops at. It's it's got to be very humid, um, and uh, it's got to be just the right temperature, not too hot, not too cold. Like they grow them in places like Michigan and Minnesota and stuff, but the the, the growing season's really short, mm. and you can grow them here too. But it's super short. Like, hmm. you, you can't get much. And only, like, Centennial and a few others, the only ones that will grow here. But, um, yeah, you really got to be in the Pacific Northwest. You got to keep your dogs away from them New because Zealand. they'll kill your dogs. Yeah. Which is why I never grew them. That's, yeah, such a crazy thing. Dog eats hop dead. I do plan on growing some hops at the brewery, but nowhere near the beer garden. It'll be... Com- Completely on the other side over there. Where all the trees are right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of on the edge of the parking lot. Okay. So, But I also want to keep it somewhat shaded so it doesn't get too hot. Right. You know. So. Well, they, they can grow on vines, right? They can grow up a, yep. up the building. Yeah, I, knew, I don't need that. Put up some birdhouse poles and... Yep. It'd be so cool. cool. Be fun. Then you're going to build a gun range in the back too, right? <laughs> We don't need a gun range. Just go back there and shoot. It's the country, man. <laughs> Come to Village Creek, drink a beer, shoot a gun. When, when that, you know, during construction out there, there's so many times where we're sitting there working, I'll hear pop, pop, brrrr. It's like, oh man, what is going on out there? And uh, we heard a whole bunch of gunfire one time. There, somebody out there just, you know, did doing a big time. Someone got, got well. A new then, toy. then we heard sirens. Oh. And I don't know what happened, so they stopped. And then sirens stopped for about thirty minutes. Then we heard the gunshots again. So, so everyone was okay. <laughs> so, they, so they heard the gunshots too, and you know it's probably yeah. the cops shooting at that. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let me do it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's you know this is it's the country, and it's right. I mean, you know the DFW area is so crazy because it's oh, yeah. so populated, so so heavy. You know everywhere. But you just drive 10 miles, and all of a sudden, you're like, country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Got cows in the front yard and all that. Yep. Well, the next-door neighbors got donkeys. Yep. You know, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, my parents live down the road from where the brewery's at. Yep. Before they put up a retaining fence, their cows had used to roam the streets. It's just like, what in the world? You'd wake up, go go out to go to school, and there, there's a cow just walking down the street. It's good with it, yep. 
Nope, Texas. <laughs> that is that is the definition of Texas. Ten feet. Cow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yep, I we grew up on a hundred acres. I'm that's about the only thing I miss is just doing whatever the hell you want. You grew to. up on a hundred acres? Mm. That's awesome. Yep. That was uh I it was a lot of work <laughs> that I did not ask for nor did I want. <laughs> right. Four o'clock in the morning, get up, feed the fucking horses. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like I want to play video games. <laughs> so was it, was it your parents' farm or? Yep, that's awesome. Yep, we had uh, cutting horses, a bunch of cutting horses, cattle, all that junk. So we. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not having known you this long and Didn't never heard that. about your horses I or because your I hated acres. every second of it. Yeah. And still, and still to this day do. That's awesome. My, yeah, no, my last time to get on a horse, I, I used to be so comfortable with them. I jumped on a. We had a mare. Jumped on her bareback and I was I was wearing gym shorts and somebody did something and it spooked her and she just fuck flung me right off onto the oh. onto the gravel road. Yep. And I got so mad and I I was like oh and mom was like, you fall off, you gotta get back on. So I did and then I told her, I was like, this is the last time I ever sit on one of these bastards. That's when you were done being a cowboy and became a Giants fan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I never did it. I, I did a as a young kid did like horse shows where my, you get led around mm-hmm. I, I never did any like cutting stuff or any of that professional stuff but I, I, as I said I lost all res- they're big animals they own you you don't mm-hmm. own them and ever, anybody that thinks they own them it's like no <laughs> no you don't because like I said she threw me off and I was like yeah I'm done with this yeah I've been bucked from a horse before it's like yeah. bucked right off Right off the back and landed on my back and wind knocked out of me. And and you think about it, and if they decided to step on you after that, it's done. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you. Yeah. My inseam's too short to ride horses. I got a 27 inch inseam. Like, there, there, there's no way I'm going to fit on a horse <laughs> without, like, doing the splits. Well, this, this horse that uh, we rode, her name was Diamond, and a uh, super good horse, but uh, she was death, deathly afraid of butterflies. Oh, wow. So, you know. Totally docile all the time yep. until a butterfly came out and poof, straight up in the air, you're back. You're on your back. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. That, yeah, that's really weird. A butterfly of all things. Yeah. But, yeah, that's how they were. They all have their own things. Oh, They're yeah. crazy. And horses, we had a lot of horses die too, which sucked too. Like fall in love with a horse and colic, just die. They yep. do that. When they're colicking, they can't roll, and it, you're like, "Don't roll!" And then it rolls, and ah, yeah, that's tough. Animals, man. It's so that must be. What did that drive your your um, vegetarian? Oh yeah, side? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Yep, we were. Around, I was a, grew up around animals. <laughs> an acre, we had so many cats. Watch cats get eaten by a coyote. You'd be like, "Oh, you raise a cat from a kid, and the coyote just eats it." <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and all dogs. Uh, whole circle of life going on. It's like, yep, all the way around you. Yep. Horses on my list of meats I want to try. <laughs> but, like, you can't eat it here in the United States, so I'm about to go somewhere. They don't? They don't? You can't buy it? Mm-mm. Not even Bonnells? <laughs> <laughs> they got all that crazy stuff. Ostrich just, and emu. Just straight to the glue factory here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, right, uh, marshmallows are supposed to be made out of horse hooves, so technically, gelatin. I like, I want a nice horse steak or something, or chicken fried horse. 
And you just can't get one, huh? Mm-mm. Interesting. You kinda, you're, you're killing them over there. I'm, so, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> well, I, mean, I haven't been a vegetarian in well, about two years now. So. <laughs> what, was, what was the first thing you ate whenever you came off being a vegetarian? Chick-fil-A? Uh, I, don't, I don't... Golly, man. I'm really trying to think. It, it might have been, but I know I know that was in the top three. The three live... It was that, and I know when I had my first chicken wing, I was like, well, I'm going to go try every chicken wing and get my goddamn hand. <laughs> <laughs> I went nuts. I went to places that I didn't belong in. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a uh, wild pitch? Okay. Yeah, I started going everywhere. I was like, well, while you guys got chicken wings, and I walked in that place, and I was like... <gasps> This is disgusting. <laughs> Let me try your wings. That was and the, my worst. I, I've probably talked about this before, but my worst experience was uh, Twin Peaks, and it wasn't because of the wings. So I thought Twin Peaks was a little bit classier than Hooters and all that stuff, and it was a Friday. Ah, like, laundry day. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I was like, it was lunch from work, and I was like, I'm going to go into Twin Peaks. And, you know, and they got their lumberjack. It's fine. And I walked in, and I was like, they're, I was like mm. oh, they're all wearing black lingerie. I was like, yeah. I'm here for the wings, and I don't like going by myself. But I was completely by myself, and then the the best part was they brought the wings out, and I'm looking around, and I, I was like, nope. So I get the silverware. I was like, how do you eat wings with silverware? Like, so they're trying to cut it because you know, no, the bar, she know the bartender was attractive and in her underwear, and I'm like. I don't want to have wings. <laughs> I don't want to be a mess. <laughs> then I don't want to tell her, this is my fourth time to eat wings ever. She's like, what's happened to you? <laughs> I was a caveman. I woke up, got thawed out. Encino man. <laughs> yes. Then he went and ate a slurp. <laughs> the first so, time I ever went to a Twin Peaks was on a lingerie day. So, yeah, same time. When we, yeah. when we really had the same problem. Oh, it was so weird. It was, a, it was in El Paso. I was down there to do sales calls and stuff or going to Juarez. I stayed in a hotel right across the street from there. So I was like, well, Twin Peaks is here. I'll go there and have dinner. Walked inside and I'm like, out to the bar. By yourself, right? Yeah. Yep, as so, soon yeah. as I sat down, I looked around, I'm like, okay, I can't get up and leave now because that looked really weird. Yeah. So I was like, I ordered a beer or my food. I'm like, this I'm, is just awkward. I'm all, <laughs> it makes me glued to my phone or looking at the sports, whatever's on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and if it's not, it wasn't football season or anything. It was, I swear it was like uh, they were hockey or No, it wasn't even hockey. It was whatever, some weird sport. Yeah, I think I was, like, I was watching Tic-Tac-Toe or something. <laughs> <Just watching> whatever <laughs> it was. And was it, I was watching ESPN The Ocho or something. It was, it was crazy. Uh, but I will say, like, Twin Peaks is in my top four wings for sure. Pluckers, Pluckers, Twin Peaks. Um, I don't like Hooters as much as I'm supposed to. Pluckers and Twin Peaks, man, both of those wings are just spot on. Pluckers, they're uh, habaneros. Oh, oh so you go mango hot, habanero. You go hot, hot. Oh, mango, I cry every time I eat that. So sticky. Mm, so good. I, I used to make some really, really good um, buffalo wings. I haven't done them in years, but... I'd use a breading. It was a Hooters brand breading. Yeah. And with uh, Frank's and butter. Mm, so good. Two, yep, three of my favorite things right there. Have you been to the uh, Korean barbecue chicken spot off Barry over by TCU? Not yet. Okay. It's re- it's like double fried. Oh, God. And it's extra crispy. And like they have all different kinds of sauces. I think that's the next one you should go to. 
My wife and I were there on Tuesday. So it's, good. It's amazing, but it's one of those where like you can't eat it with your hands because it's so sticky. Like it's just, just gonna make a mess. So I was like, <laughs> "Why am I eating a tender?" Like you can get a regular tender order, like that's supposed to be like for one. And my wife and I split it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big eater, so I was like, "This is a good deal." So over there, Buffalo Brothers is over there too. They've got good wings over there by. Oh, the one time I had Buffalo them? Bros, it got oh, me sick. Sad. But no, uh, last week I was actually at Twin Peaks. My cousin's the manager for one of the Twin Peaks that just opened up, and it was friends and family night. Wilson. Um, no, up Ladies in uh, North Lake. Nice. Yeah, so funny thing about the, the Twin Peaks in Burleson. Uh, <laughs> so I used to go to church yeah. that was there in that property where Twin Peaks was. And, like, the, the pastor used to, like, pride himself. Like, we're the gatekeepers of the community. We're going to, you know, we're going to pray for everyone that enters Burleson. <laughs> oh, you're going to pay for the property? It's going to cost us a lot of money to widen the roads. Let's sell it. Fast forward all these years, and there's a Twin Peaks <laughs> where I used to go to youth group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the reason why I brought, brought that back up is because uh, I had their barrel-aged, naughty, whatever naughty, they're, they're... Naughty brunette. Naughty brunette. It was... So, it, was, it was a brown ale, wasn't it? Their, yeah. Their, their yeah. beers are not terrible. When, no, they, when they first wow. brought it out, yeah. um, it was... And they, they brew them here in Texas, too. Mm-hmm. It was not that flavorful, but then as it warmed up, the barrel came through. I was like, okay, that is actually a decent... But, and they serve their beer... 29 degrees. Almost too cold yeah. for certain so styles. So I couldn't get any, I couldn't the, get yeah, any flavor from it. Yeah, the redhead's too damn cold. And yeah. actually, the, the brewer at Odd Muse... Um, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? He actually used to brew at... Um, for Twin Peaks, and he said, "You get really good at, you know, learning the process whenever you're brewing the same four beers all the time." Yeah, and so he's like, "Consistency is the hardest thing to do in brewing." They brew in uh, Irving, I think. Yeah, 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 that's what he's. That's where he used to work at. But yeah, so Twin Peaks, if you let it warm up, it's not yeah. that bad. No, no, I like the red. I like the redhead. Absolutely do. If they don't have something that I, you know, if they don't, have, if they don't have, if they don't have an IPA, I'm like, give me redhead. <laughs> but. They they usually carry the Belgian now, the voodoo. But that uh, that new the new one up in Northlake that we went to, it has so many TVs. Like, you're gonna get a sunburn just sitting there watching sports. It's so bright, it's crazy. <laughs> like you don't need any other ambient lighting. Just just leave ESPN <laughs> and Fox Sports and Bally's on, and you'll be good lighting up the whole place. Yeah, it's crazy. I have nothing against it. What's that? I have nothing against those places. It was just weird because it's not what I was expecting. I was like, oh, this is not redneck heaven. I was like, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And then it was my lunch break from work. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> the wild pitch was worse because I was like, whoa, they're not wearing anything. Is wild pitch even around anymore? I think it's still there. It's right next door to Twin Peaks, Peaks over there Pluckers. in Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been to, to uh, wild pitch once. Was with my brother Carl we went to Twin Peaks. I had dinner there. And then we went over there. It was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Put the blame on Carl Art. I did. <laughs> he was driving. I wasn't driving. But I said all I was doing was on my phone. I'd put wings, and then I was knocking them off one by one. I'd go to lunch here, 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 here. Where did the no frills wings rank? They were all right. I like that no frills in Burleson, though. They're, there's a very nice bartender up there. She was very nice. I remember that one first. Time. What's her name? I did. Oh gosh. I think I know who it is. You probably do. Cause we're we're going to shout her out on the podcast? It's uh, we, She was like... She's not related to me, but she's kind of related because okay. my, my brother was married to her uh, 
her mom, I guess. Leslie? Was her name Leslie? Possibly. I, I came in and ordered a community, and she was like, oh, somebody's ordering craft beer. And she, Yeah, it's probably Leslie. She though. talked to me, and then she was like, hey, what do you want to eat? And I was like, give me them wings. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, of course, the beer's so cheap there. It's like, hey, I'll take another one of those. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> those $2 Tuesdays always got me in college. I was like, oh, why are you so yeah. cheap and so good? And then, like, the $5 Sundays and... Oh, the the one in Arlington used to f me up. We because we would go, we would meet there before the Marvel movies and before Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like it's so. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have one Temptress or one Velvet. The, the one, oh, the one in uh, on East Chase, yep. Little Road. Yeah, East or Chase. East Chase. Oh, okay. Because yes. we would go there and then go to that AMC. Yep. So I'd get have four of those and I'd be going to see the Marvel movie like. Got <laughs> yeah. so doing the pee dance in my seat, like I gotta see what Captain America does. Oh, uh-huh. I made that mistake up with the Harry so Potter. Good. I was just like, oh, why did I drink so I much? I, I was at that theater during a um, not Endgame, but the one before it, um, Infinity War. War. Yes, and I went to the bathroom right before everybody started disappearing. <laughs> I came back and everyone was gone. I was like, what did I miss? What did you? Oh. No, I held it as long as I could. I'm like, I gotta go. Oh man! Yeah, as this beer warms up, it tastes even worse. <laughs> it's onions and dirt. Oh, oh man! He, or he does not like the earthy flavors. I will. Uh, I will never buy that one again. Take that. I finished it though. What's all right? Got yeah, loggers in there. Um, yeah. I need something light. No frills is deadly for that reason right there. They've ruined many... They have not ruined... I've ruined it myself, but... Mm-hmm. They're little cheap beers. Like, hey, can I get a Tentress? And then they're like, they're like, how much is that? They're like, it's $3. Like, what did you say to me? Can I so, have a dozen more? I have a Hop Fusion Grapefruit Lager. Oh, the Me Family. That one's delicious, yes. Want to do that one? Yeah, let's do All that right. one. That's kind of in the vein of an IPA, too, with a grapefruity. But I also have the Spotted Cow. Let's do Spotted Cow. Yeah, Spotted Cow. We have right. a rinse out my glass. Milk stout. I'm trying to get rid of the onion Look at flavor. John rinsing his glass out like a beer connoisseur. <laughs> the... Professional. Yeah. Certified Cicerone. Or no, certified beer pourers first. And then, then he can become a certified Chicharron. Chicharron. There's, there's the phone. Art, you. <laughs> yeah, that's such a, an aggressive pour. That's what you're supposed to do, man. Maybe with certain yeah. styles. Guinness. Every beer, every beer, man. Telling Guinness, you. anything on nitro? Shake, shake. Yeah, every beer Art pours looks like it's nitro when it's cascading and waiting to. That's what you're supposed to do. You uh, you get less of that CO2 fullness. Then why even carbonate it though if you're getting it out? Because the why not carbonate it at a lower level then? <laughs> Doing this releases the CO two, releases mm. the flavors and everything else in the beer, man. I'm telling you, release the hounds. Take your word for it. I I, I, I can't be the only one that has, has seen those videos about this. I've seen it with the Guinness, but yeah, not well, with, with every with, style with of every beer. beer. With every <laughs> even even something as simple as Bud Light, you're supposed to do this. And does it make it taste better? Well, yes. I know they do that, so I think I'm getting 12 ounces, and then when it comes down to here, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, thanks. But that's with Miller, and, you know, like, hey, look at look how full your beer is, and it comes down to here. 
It's like, yeah, I gave you all head. What's up? Mm-hmm. But, but I can pour it. Look, as you pour it, eight fifty. There's there's no head on there. Look, t- there's no head on this one either. Or just beer. Look, me too. But I got a nice, nice thick head on top of there that will eventually. Oh, that's good though. Go down. We are drinking New Glarus. Uh, it, tastes huh. like, it tastes like Wisconsin. Hmm. Does this have lactose in it? Every, <laughs> it should. <laughs> it's got a cow on it. Every drop of original farmhouse ale is artisan, artisan brewed and bottled by the hard-working employee owners of New Glarus Brewing Company. For one, this is not bottled. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. I mean... Sounds like a can to me. Mm-hmm. So, Art, have you thought about what you're going to put on your descriptions for your beers? No. No? No, you, you, I don't know, you really can't do that kind of stuff till it happens. I'm kind of a live-in-the-moment kind of guy. I, I don't... We allow yeast to remain in the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavors, so it's naturally cloudy. Wait, they... They, they said the word bottle? No. On their can? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, they are uh, intelligent. Translation: We don't cold crash our beer. We don't have a centrifuge. And uh, we're from Wisconsin. We don't know what we're doing anyway. So we also love Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, Brett Favre! Oh. oh, can you pay for my cousin's school? That was the daughter's, the daughter's well, volleyball gym. Mm-hmm. Don't let the press know. <laughs> Is this going to come back on me? It's like, come on, bro. You have Wrangler's money. No, this, I, know, I know you can afford that. This, this isn't going to come back on you. I'm recording this, but it's not going to come back on you. <laughs> I was like, Brett, I know you've been hitting the head a lot, but you cannot be that fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, they said he didn't know how to read defenses. He was kind of played by ears, so he... It might be. I, I remember listening to that interview. Mm-hmm. Talking about like the nickel package, and he's like, he didn't even realize what that meant for years. Oh, he's like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I was just throwing the ball. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense why he why he never became an analyst or anything. Because mm-hmm. you know he he was I mean, Eric legend. Everybody's yeah. like little Brett Favre. Yeah, they probably all brought him in for a, a test. So like, all right, break this down. Uh, that guy threw it to that guy, <laughs> and uh, that's the the defense. He did, and I will say I'll go on record. He got the, he got robbed that that get, oh, that game when he was with the Vikings. Yeah. Oh man, that hurt me. I was like, I was rooting on the Vikings. Who are they playing? The Saints. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. rooting against. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I remember every play of that game. He. Yeah, I don't remember a lot. He got screwed. I was like. That last play. Oh, that was the pass interference. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so many bad calls in that game. Yep, funny. I remember. Anyways, yeah, but I still don't love Brett Favre. But (laughs) Um, I love his Wranglers. I like to say the Vikings got screwed in that game. Not so much Brett Favre. Yes, yes, they did. They were really wanting the uh, the Katrina survivors to be in the Super Bowl that year. Yep. But the NFL's not rigged, so don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> That's why the Cowboys will never win another Super Bowl. But you do know what happened to uh, <laughs> Brett Favre's last pass as a Packer, though. Um, last pass attempt. No, he, his last pass as a Packer was an interception to the Giants in the playoffs. Oh, okay. I do remember uh, 
um, what's the name getting his sack against Brett Favre too? Yeah, and it, Brett Favre said he let him do it straight hand. Well, yeah, I mean was, um, that was pretty obvious. Yep, to get the record, the season, single season sack record. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I don't know if that still holds. Well, it, it would have gotten beaten against the Packers, and we're against Aaron Rodgers, and he would literally take the ball and throw it. Take the ball and <laughs> throw it. Such a fucking asshole. So Jared, Jared Allen almost had the record against, but he would not hold the ball long enough to get sacked. That oh, sounds like a, an Aaron yeah, Rodgers thing to do. They lost, they lost that game, but he would not get sacked. He would not hold the ball long enough. It was like, boom. Boom, boom. It's like, I don't want to go in the record books as the guy who was sacked. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's such well, he, a, anything Brett Favre did, he just wanted to be opposite. Nope. So. Oh, he's such a, he's such a prick, dude. Like, everything that he, everything he does when he's on TV, he hates his own brother. It's like, hi, right, Aaron Rodgers, here you are. And he, oh. there's, there's not a lot of uh, football players I hate, but he is one. You know, and it's not just because he's no. a Packer. There's a lot of Packer players I like and Reggie respect. White. Yeah. I mean, we got Zadarius Smith on our team. He's a former Packer. I love him. But uh, and we had Brett Favre. But man, Aaron well, Rodgers. I can't. I don't remember what game it was this year, but there was something happened, and Aaron Rodgers was like screaming at his coach. I was like, "There is no, there is no other, like maybe Tom Brady. You know, it's just like here's Aaron Rodgers, like man, fuck you, piece of shit. It's like, it's like I hate this guy." Uh, and the way the way he handles his off season, where he's like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to play here. When he goes on McAfee's show every Tuesday, and he's just always such a douche on that show too. Ugh. And this year, he I, I feel like he got put in his place this year. It's like all you need is me. And he has not he has not done what he normally does. Yep. <laughs> he is, it, but the best part about it though is he's completely screwed that team for like at least the next two years. If he just shows up, they are screwed. Yep, and I love it. I'm here too. for it. <laughs> so. and the, I read that Julian Love might demand a trade. So Packer Packers off season is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yep. So like Giants might not win the Super Bowl, might not get in, but I'll be excited to watch that. Yeah. Well, you, you you have watched watch them watch, uh, play in two Super Bowls and win mm-hmm. against Tom against the the best quarterback ever. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Yep. No, yeah. that was. Yeah, because neither me nor John have uh, watched our team even I in was the Super Bowl. Eleven years old. Last time my team won a Super Bowl, I'm now 38. Yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Last time my team was in a Super Bowl, I was nine months old. So. Well, I also watched us lose the shit out of the Super Bowl, but I also watched us beat the Vikings to get to that Super Bowl, and make me think that we were just going to roll in the Super Bowl. That, and yeah, that it was. And that, Horrible. so that's how I got to the. What job. was that? It was like forty-one to nothing, two thousand something. Yeah, it was crazy. So that's how I got to the Giants too, which is crazy. Which is even crazier because, so I, I don't know. I was pinnacle a sixth or seventh grade when the Carolina Panthers came in. Mm-hmm. So we'll start real quick. My dad was an anti Cowboys. I grew up in a like legitimately like Sundays screaming fuck the Cowboys and I was like I don't want to like the Cowboys <laughs> I don't even know what that is I was like I don't know what the Cowboys is but 6th or 7th grade the Panthers whatever year the it was the Panthers and Jaguars expansion year mm-hmm. and I jumped on the Panthers I was like well, they got a cool logo they got this Kerry Collins guy and that was as a young kid I, I now know why you just gravitate to the quarterback they get mm-hmm. all the attention they okay. do they do. 
I was like, Kerry Collins. And I watched them. They lost that NFC cha- Their second year, they lost the NFC Championship game. Oh, crazy that them and the Jaguars both made it to the NFC, AFC Championship game their second year. Yeah. Such a weird-ass buddy. They, they, they do allow the expansion teams a little extra leeway when it we'll comes the to edge. rosters and stuff. But, yeah. they Anyways, Collins, oh, God bless all the... Kerry Collins, so I followed him to the Giants. And then when he left the Giants, I was like, I'm just going to stay here. And I watched Kurt Warner play for the Giants. A lot of people were like, you're not a Giant. And I was like, I watched Kurt Warner. <laughs> and I watched the Eli Manning draft. I watched that. I was like, hey, we got uh, Phillip Rivers. And then they were like, trade. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so weird. So weird. And, and then, you know, I watched all the way through. I stayed with them. But that, the, that, so that Super Bowl, the Ravens kicked the shit out of the Giants. I was like, Hey, Kerry Collins. I watched that and was very upset about it. Yeah, I mean, the NFC was just seeing who's going to go lose to the Ravens anyway because they were going to win that Super Bowl. That, one, that, that defense was unstoppable. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, that, that dude literally killed somebody. <laughs> so, I mean, that one. Alleged. Well, no. Well, well, he was acquitted. Whatever. Him it and OJ. Ha- it happened. Him and OJ, best friends. <laughs> right. Just be best friends for life. Welcome to the Casually Lit Football Podcast. <laughs> and that, and that, that, like I said, that Super Bowl hurt worse just because it was Kerry Collins. I was like, oh my God, my boy is going to win a Super Bowl. And then uh, when he went to the Titans and they went fucking undefeated, excuse my language, I was like, my boy is going to win it. And oh, that lost, when they lost in the playoffs, that really hurt. I was like, oh, I love it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I was like, I don't even know why I like Kerry Collins so much. He's a drunk. He's yeah. a jerk. Says a lot of... Oh, wow. Back then, though, there was no social media. No, he was that way. <laughs> he just knew knew him as a good guy. But yeah. I was like, oh, man. My first jersey my parents bought me was a Kerry Collins Panthers jersey. I'm like, walking around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Penn State. That, you know, Saquon, Penn State. So, but Awesome. But, yeah, no, that's how I got to the Giants, and I just stuck with them. My... Phantom's so fun, like the Lakers, because the coolest kid in school was a Lakers fan, and I was trying to find common ground so it could be cool. And he's like, I love the Lakers, so I can go home and read Lakers books and all this shit, learn about the Lakers, and come back. And I'm like, I also love the Lakers. <laughs> just they had a guy named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep. Ever heard of him? Yep. That's, that's, how, that's how I sounded. <laughs> No shit, that is it. <laughs> I, I legit, he, when they drafted Kobe, I bought a Kobe book and read a Kobe biography book, and I was like, ah, oh, I know a lot about Kobe Bryant. He was born in Italy. Did you know he was named after a steak? <laughs> and the cool kid was like, yeah, man, yeah, all right. And I was like, I'm in. That's exactly how that happened. And like I said, the Yankee thing. That's awesome. Got the Fred Durst hat. <sighs> but that one I'm not as proud of. I'm just a homer through and through. Like we're able to go to the Rangers games, sit third baseline for five bucks. Hell yeah! You use your um, Six Flags season ticket parking, so you'd pay for that, and then you go to Rangers games for five, seven bucks. And then the Mavericks when they were sucking, you were able to get the upper level tickets for dirt cheap. So, and the Cowboys, we I remember watching Emmett Smith break the NFL rushing record. Oh, that's awesome! At Texas Stadium, my brother. And uh, two of our friends, yes, yeah, and uh, we didn't have cell phones then. Games then, and so my brother had a pin, 
and so we're tracking Emmett Smith's yardage on his arm oh. as the game went on. And it finally got to the point where he broke the record, and then the next play against the Seahawks, he lost the record. So we had to scratch it out. Because <laughs> he lost, yeah. yeah. But we bought four tickets, four hot dogs, four drinks, two programs for 100 bucks. Yeah. And watched yeah. Emmett Smith break the... Uh, like $7,000 right now. Yeah. Sarcasm, but... Not really. Not, not too far off. My, uh... The Rangers game, the first uh, wild card game was played at the, at the Rangers. The very first wild MLB stole a program. Oh, I was so drunk. I was so drunk. <laughs> we were leaving like program. And I was like, I'll take one. <laughs> Just kept walking. And then I left it in someone's car and I was like, hey, don't lose that. That's the first wild card game. And then like three years ago, they were like, hey, I threw that away. And I was like, that was the first MLB wildcard game ever, you dumbass. <laughs> that, was, that was another one, though. Cruz came back. Mm-hmm. From his little suspension ass. If he had, I, it doesn't matter, but I feel like if he hadn't got suspended, that we wouldn't have been in that. I feel like we would have had another shot at the World Series. But uh, As long as John Daniels ran the team, we weren't going to win one. I know, but that year, I just remember when he got suspended, I was like, God damn it. And then the fucking Blue Jays and their bat-flipping ass. Oh. I watched that whole series on my work computer. I, I, I watched that, too. So sad. But the best was that dude Bautista getting get, getting in the face. That was awesome. <laughs> that that gave Odor a couple of years on the Rangers, even though he sucked. That's all. Just that punch, that, that was, security, that, that, that was job worth, security. That was worth that was worth a hundred million dollars <laughs> right there. Yeah, he's not on the Yankees this year, is he? I don't. I don't know if he's even in the league anymore. Is he? No, I don't know. They, I know they let the Yankees let Gallo go to the Dodgers, and then he got picked up the last week. Who, who picked? Oh, damn it. Padres, Gallo got picked up. I was like, "Well, oh, yeah, eleven million, dude." Still, it's like, <laughs> Damn. I can. Oh, nope, nope. Why can't I have the eye hand coordination to hit a tiny ball going in ninety eight miles? Well, hour? yeah, he's not even. He's his batting average is like two fifty, and he's getting paid eleven million. Eleven million. <laughs> yeah, but when he does hit it, yes. that just means you have to be good at your job a quarter percent of the time. <laughs> So I'm going to walk into my boss's uh, office tomorrow. You know, one-fourth of the week, I'm a badass. <laughs> you should pay me. <laughs> no, I love I do, I love Joey Gallo. He was my first, like, so when I got on, with, he was the first rookie that we got on at the same time at the Rangers. Like, I love you and you love me. <laughs> he had a great story, too. You yeah. know, it was, it was cool. He was a cool guy. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait for this season. Well, but I couldn't wait for last season because of all of our acquisitions. I was like, mm-hmm. let's go. And then it didn't go so hot. No. But now we I, got Bochi, so we'll see. I, I went to the uh, Rangers Save for the first time, the new one. Yeah. Um, last Friday for uh, my future daughter-in-law's um, graduation from UTA. Holy shit. At, the, at that plate? Yeah. How many people graduated? 70,000? <laughs> no, it, I can't remember how many. It was quite a few, but yeah. I mean, we they, they filled the, the lower deck pretty well. So it, was, it was pretty cool. Speaking of decks, what beer's on deck next? Um, what do you want to do? want to do on those? You want to do on these? Let's do one of these. Let's see. Was the beer open during this graduation? No. <laughs> and I could have snuck some something in, too. That was your first time to have. go there? First time in that new stadium. I've only been once, but man, it's awesome. It is an awesome stadium. Yeah, I've heard a lot of complaints about it. I don't like the way the ball sounds because it's it's like hollow. It's like, but you know, sitting in there, I'm like, 
This this has a great feel to it. I, I've been to Minute Maid Park. Yeah. And it's way better than Minute Maid Park. I mean, way better. Look, if I don't burn my thighs sitting in the center field stamp bleachers, <laughs> I don't want to be there. <laughs> that's, that's what, I mean, I love the ballpark. Mm-hmm. It, uh, that's probably one of the coolest ballparks I've ever been in my life. But... Um, sitting in one of those seats when it's 100 degrees outside, no thanks. It's weird, though, because once you're inside, there's, like, no wind. And so if it's... It's like a... It's death. so horrible. Yeah. It is death. So the next... I'm like, oh, I got, I got free tickets. So, and like, oh, it's it's in the 120-degree deck. No thanks. No, <laughs> just... No, yeah, we... The, the few times that I went when it was 120, we would sit out there and then go in the tunnel and just try to watch the game. Yep. Stay, stay alive. The great thing is, like, my brother and I found out we can go into the Diamond Club because there was a side door that was open, and they never locked it. And so we just walked in, pretend like you belong there, and you'd be able to sit there. See, so it sit out in the little suites on <laughs> the, awesome. the 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 outfield, and it was it was a good time until they finally figured out y'all don't belong here. What are y'all doing? <laughs> You're like, oh, yes, awesome. we do. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the Rangers nursing station once. I don't remember what for, but they had to put band-aids on me. Pretty sure I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I, remember wa- I remember walking, and I remember them saying, hey, you got to come with me. And I was like, okay. And there was this lady, and she was like wrapping my foot. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So I used to live, so where the ballpark is, call, you go down Collins, mm-hmm. where that Torchies is, like maybe two miles from that Torchies. Okay. So... I would get on uh, StubHub or Ticketmaster. What I'd get on all those websites oh. every night, and I would get tickets for like four dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I would just park over here, walk down there. I would pay nothing, and then I figured out you could take your cooler with your Cheetos, your sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was sitting up there uh, eating the sandwich, and then is I would wait till the second inning, and then I would go wherever the hell I wanted to. Yep, I'd go down sit out there and so there was one season that I went to I think 40 games and wow. I spent I spent like 100 bucks believe it that's it awesome. was it was crazy so that's why I have all these weird stories of being up there like getting wrapped and drinking a lot because I would also just take beers and while I'm going down there and drinking and then my wife worked at bikinis when that was still there so I'd go there have three beers <laughs> then walk down because <laughs> I'd get that for free so I was like Oh, it's nice. so like, so, so go down there by myself, and I'll just sit up there in the Lexus box at the Rangers and just watch the Rangers. Oh, uh, as, as as a big boy, the Lexus box those are those are the nice seats because they were wider than everywhere else. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can like sit back, spread your legs, and, and enjoy. Oh, that was a it was a great. I, and I remember I would come home and hash mark because I was, I was like my goal was to get to like sixty, and I didn't hit sixty, but I was like. It's like we're coming back, and yeah, you can still do that if you go on there and you wait till the day of the game. You can get four to ten dollar tickets. It's fucking crazy. That's what we did for the uh, Vikings game, with the like Jets game. Um, you know, buddy, we like, well, we we had a dollar amount we would spend, and uh, we waited till like an hour before the game to buy. It's like, well, let's put that dollar amount in and get the best seats we can, and we got some really good seats. At the last minute, so that was pretty cool. Woo. All right, <laughs> yeah, this so, up. The Britannomyces definitely stuck around in this beer. Yes, for it sure, did. for sure. And then, like the red wine, actually, I'm not a huge red wine fan, but I kind of like it in this one. This mm-hmm. is a good beer. Not getting a it's, whole lot of sweetness. Yeah, I, I like this beer. How, how old is it? I think 2016, 2015. 
Oh, where's the year at? It's somewhere below the neck. Da, da, da. Oh, there she be. 2015, yeah. Or 16. 11, 23, 16. Six years. Damn. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so this cool. might have been made on Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. With our Bishop Barrel series. No. no, yeah, that one's... That's got some flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tart. It's dry. It's got that old bread <laughs> flavor to it. Yep. Dude, that, that, I kind of dig it, man. I do, too. You, yeah, there's definitely there's no sweetness from that. Right you can't there. make mm-hmm. you can't make this beer. Yeah, you couldn't reproduce this. It'd be yeah. It's def- I bet you Sean could at division. I mean, eventually. Eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah. One of the fermenters might, or one of the barrels might come out like this if they yeah, did like three. The, the fooder. Oh, the oh, fooder. Yeah, yeah. fooder is beautiful. How do they still brew in that facility? Like it's so small. Like, they have so many different fermenters there. It's a clusterfuck. And they put that taco guy over there in the corner. I'm like, uh... Yeah, when I was, when I showed up yesterday, I was walking around outside, and Dirk was like, come in here. I was like, I don't really want to. <laughs> so fucking crowded. Real, real crowded in there? So crowded. I was like, God. That smoking bone barbecue guy they have in there, really good. Yeah, they... Wade knows how to find them for barbecue. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he, like, every person that does barbecue there, like, like, oh, we're the next number one barbecue in Texas. Mm-hmm. So. I, I hope that you're the next Wade, because I, I said this, it was funny when I saw Wade, so I was like, Wade, every time I fucking see you, every time, you look like you're having more fun and enjoying life more than the last time. I was, and I mean that. I was like, he, he had his hair. His hair um, does. When he, it comes to being Wade, I hope I'm Wade that way. He's just so it, happy. I won't be, I mean, I, I I can't be Wade on the beer side. I mean, he's. I don't even think he makes the beer anymore. And I'm, he's just so, he's just so happy. Yeah, that's that's what I'm aiming for. That's, why, that's like, why I started this whole thing. Because like, I've been doing what I've been doing for 28 years. And I'm I'm okay at it and made a good living with it, but uh, I just want to do something that makes me happy. He, you know? it, yeah, just, and I love I love making beer. Just love it. Was that? last time I was like, every time I see you, he's just hair's a little longer, beard's longer, and he's like, hey man, I'm just like, you're just so fucking happy. Wait, <laughs> every every year since he's opened that, he just gets this smile gets bigger. Yeah. It's, I guarantee he's probably wearing shorts right now, too. He was, yeah. And he was wearing bands. Mm-hmm. Bands and yeah. shorts. No matter how cold it is, Wade's going to be wearing shorts. <sighs> and he always gives me the time of day. Like, he has no reason to, but he's just always like, Tyree, what's up, man? How's the kid? I'm just like, oh, I love you, man. Yeah. Remember y'all I, used to Every time I've seen him, he's been the same way, too. He's, he's, he's a super cool dude. Yeah. Sean? Yeah. Well... Oh no, it's Josh, uh, Wade. Wade, no, no, Wade. Sean, Sean is too good for me. I don't, I don't see Sean very often. That's exactly. I was, I was and I hope Sean hears this. Too good for us, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not at all. I was just like the last time I saw him, it was one of those like, I haven't seen you forever. It was one of those hugging moments, like miss you, and it was awesome. It was awesome. But Sean's like, yeah. I'll see you in six years. <laughs> like, <laughs> ass, but yeah. I think I've seen him since like the second year of the can club. So he comes in, Sean brews in the morning. So Dirk has brewed with Sean. So you got to go 
to see Sean, you got to get there in the morning. Sean does the eight to, or, well, six to five, what five to five, whatever the fuck it is. And then once the place opens, Sean bounces, Wade comes in, parties. Mm, nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, Sean does most of the brewing. And I said, I'm not saying Wade doesn't brew or write recipes. I have no idea who does that. But I know that Dirk has brewed with Division four times, three or four times, and it's always been with Sean. And Sean is eight, eight to five. And what I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not, I don't mean eight to five. So could be three to five. He's first know. shift. Yep. And Sean, he is whenever he wants. Yep. Pretty much. They're, I mean, they're they're golden. They're solid. I, I don't know. I think they're. I'm speaking out of I ain't messing with that. I, I, we'll see what happens with them in the next couple of years. I want them to grow. They need to get out of that. I was I was thinking that last night, exactly what you said. I was looking around. I was like, God, they need a bigger space. Yeah. But it's not. You know, it's not my. Well, I mean, that area is so expensive. So to move from there is a big step, and, and I, I can kind of see what they're. You know, the reason why they maybe haven't is because you'd have to change the way you're doing things. There, there was something that I'd noticed last night too that I was when I was standing in line there was a girl wearing a, a division scarf there was a guy wearing a division hat there was people that I don't recognize and I reckon so I recognize 50% of the people that are in there that's embarrassing and I hated every moment of that <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm like walking there with my head down but uh, I was reckon like there are people that I they were all wearing and I was like these, I was like, this brewery, the loyalty that they are like, straight up like, we're supposed to have, we're supposed to do another podcast with them, but and I, I'm not saying anything. I would say they're the loyalty that they have built is insane, insane. Like I was like, their customer service, their their gravitational pull. Like I feel like they could make a, I feel like they could put nothing but shit on the board. And people would still come because of the environment and the power that they've built. Yeah, I don't mean that in a negative. Like the, when I say power, I'm like the friendliness, the love, the, the weird. Like when you walk into vid- Cheers, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. So no, everyone that works there definitely carries that weight energy. Yeah. Where it's like they're happy to be there. They don't want to be any place else than there, and they're enjoying what they're doing. Go back to like what Art was saying. It's just like, but how do you build that culture? I mean, I guess you just have to be genuine from the get go. And yep. It's intense. It 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 it, it is like it, it, uh, you gotta you gotta do a lot of getting the right people involved because <laughs> new man. <laughs> it is, but I mean, no, but he 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 had the right recipe. He just didn't have the ingredients. No, no, but yeah. uh, that was funny because I, I was when I was standing there, this girl wearing the scarf, and and I started thinking about when you wear a band t-shirt to the concert like if I wear mm-hmm. a corn t-shirt to go see corn I was like that's so douchey right. <laughs> like, but I was just like and I was and then I started yeah. looking around I was like to a football like, game we would wear our stuff right yeah but to a concert you don't yeah and but yeah when you go to a brewery do you wear the brewery shirt I don't know it, that that's what made me that that is what triggered the mindset and then I was and I started looking around I was like there's a lot of people here with the and I was like these mother they've got brand loyalty out the ass and I was like you know I go to Pettacola's you go to uh, Martin, even Martin House you go, I, I've been to Martin House a few times I don't see a bunch of people wearing Martin House shirts mm-hmm. they don't they, they might love it but 
I was like, this is insane. And they don't, yeah, they don't have the same. I was, just, I was proud. I was like, man, you guys are just killing it. Uh, and, and it's what you said. The bartenders and the employees, they all bring that energy. And, uh, yeah, the, building that culture. Whew. It, it'll be tough to, if, if they want to expand, it'd be tough to move that to something else. Because yeah. it would increase a whole... Could they just do the brewing off site? I don't know if you, I don't know if they would it would create the same thing. Because I mean, it open more it, space for tables and right. But if you did that, would you still feel the same there? It wouldn't have the same level of intimacy. The same. Right. I mean, when you go to a brewery, you like to see the brewing stuff there. That is know? true. And you can tell, like <laughs> at a brewery, when you go there, whether or not it's brewed on site or not, and also too if if they have that that love into their beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, if you take it off site, is it the same? Man, Might those, be. That would be a challenge, I guess. But I don't know. Those ro- rolling up there, and one of the bartenders was like, "Hey, Tyree, come here!" Right out of the fermenter. Man, oh, those days, man. Oh, this those days. Wait, yeah, no, yeah. wait, wait. Hey, come here. What? Mm. He's like, what? What? He's like, get get over here. Get that glass. You gotta get this. Oh yeah, yeah. no. We showed up to Division the second week they were open. Wade's like, "Hey, man, you like beer? Let's try this. Here's Trescreenio." Yeah, and it's like, here's this. Here's Agtown. Here's this. I'm like, wait, I have to drive it. I also I have know. to pay you for beer. <laughs> oh, don't worry, but you're gonna come back. Don't worry about it. Ah, such good people. Such Wade, good people. Tammy, and Sean, all them. Yeah. Oh, Tammy. I, yeah, I did a double take last night, and Tammy, because I was like, Tammy. And she's like, you didn't know it was me, did you? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? I was like, I love you so much, Tammy. And oh, she does most of the artwork. In GIMP, right? Are they still using GIMP? Mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest things when they first started. I was like, wait, let Which, me let me do the artwork because I, I, I can clean it up. Wait, like, nope, nope, it's already taken care of. I was like, okay, I respect that. Which, by the way, we're going to the New Year's thing, but we're going to get there when they open at noon, I think, if y'all want to go. We will be there. Um, Noon on New Year's. Whatever. Well, you gotta look it New up. New Year's Eve. It, yeah, it's whatever time they open. I'm not sure if it's noon. What year anniversary is this for them? Six. Yeah. Wow. And the, we're That's going awesome. early because they only have a certain amount of their glasses. Yeah, we have a a party that night. But That's I mean, why too. That's why too. Because they're gonna get situated and not drive around them. And not. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all remember? I mean, we go anyways. As soon as it opens, huh? whatever time that is, I will it's, be fir- first. It's literally in line. five minutes from the house, so. so yeah. If y'all want to go, let me know, or don't let me. <laughs> we'll or, see you there. Or just we'll be there. show up. Yeah, we will be there. <laughs> I'm going because I want that class, and because I love division. You bringing bringing the whole fam? Uh, yeah, I think that's the plan. Nice. Because I think we're gonna go from there to the party at Rody's house, maybe, which cool. is like six of us. <laughs> nice. But 2022. I think I just invited the entire podcast. The, everybody listening. Show up to Rody's house. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Show up. When will this come out? After New Year's or? No, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Or in about two hours. That's good, Rody. You text me. You can text me. You've done a lot of bad things. We'll put the link in the description. Yep. To, 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 to Rody's the house. <laughs> Here's the address. Rody, hope you got Chick-fil-A uh, chicken nuggets because we're going to need them. Oh, about a thousand. Oh, my, my brother-in-law, and, uh, he got married on New Year's Eve, so he has a New Year's Eve party every year. Nice. For his, you know, all that, so. I love New Year's Eve parties. But I, 
I did get free tickets to the uh, the Vikings Packers game at Lambeau on New Year's Eve this year, but we had plans. So your plan I, is to go to Green I, Bay and watch I, the game. I turned down, but the guy the oh guy got a, the guy that offered him. He's like, well, I got season tickets, so you can go next year. So I'm going next year. Whatever day it so is. It's gonna be so cold though. Well, I mean, this year it will be. Next uh, year, I don't know when they're going to play in Lambeau. Yeah. But I'm going next year. I'll, I'm going to go to Lambeau. Have you, never, have you ever been to Lambeau? No. I've only seen the Vikings play in Minnesota and Dallas, but I've seen them play in five different stadiums. So I've seen them play at Tech Stadium, AT&T Stadium, um, the Metrodome, um, TCF Bank Stadium, which is the, uh, the college stadium while the new stadium is being built, and Neos Bank Stadium. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, five different places, literally two locations. So that's pretty cool. And I've seen them beat the Cowboys in, in uh, Texas hey, Stadium hey, 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 so many times. Hey, hey, hey. We're not going to so go back awesome. to those Randy Moss years. Huh. Can we can we flash back to the 98 Thanksgiving game? I, oh, you can really hate me. So good. I saw JPP block Phil go. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, Des Bryant's finger go out of bounds by half a, half mm-hmm, a, by mm-hmm. his fingertip. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I saw the, both of those live. I'm in room with people I hate. Yes. <laughs> but we love beer, so we're here. Dude, when Des's finger, so we were down. I, I we were down like right behind the Giants bench, and this guy sitting next to me was just. I was like, whatever, man. He was like pushing me. He wasn't being. Regret, but he was like, I just think. <laughs> and when Des caught that touchdown, he like, not really think he's a fuck you. And it was playful, it was fine, but he's flipping me off. And I was like, hey, yeah, man. And I pulled my phone out, go to Twitter, and the Giants people were like, he's out, he's out, he's out, he's out. And then uh, it was like, <laughs> it was like look. so I just looked at him and I'd smiled uh-huh. real big. And then they were like, he's out. And I just was like, blew him a little kiss. <laughs> That game, Brad, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw brought me a pink towel, and I have it because it was breast cancer awareness. Right. And Bradshaw just ran over there. He's like, hey, man, here you go. And I was like, holy shit. That's awesome. And Prince Amukamura, they, when they were leaving, I got to go in that little tunnel where the mm-hmm. players leave. And uh, I was yelling out every single name like a jackass. I was like, hey, yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it, Prince of Bukamura was number 20. He's like, hey, Prince. And he came running back. He came running back. And he goes, yeah, man. And I was like, holy shit. I just got knuckles from Prince of Bukamura. <laughs> I was like, yep. Yeah. So, but that one was cool. The My very first Giants game was in Houston. Mm-hmm. And I was, I bought somebody season tickets. And it was so, I, I didn't know any, I didn't know how all that worked. So I'm sitting there like a tight ass. Like tight, like. You have no idea how tight I was. The Giants were beating the shit out of the Texans. And I'm just... You just see the sweat running off my brow. I'm quiet. I've had two or three beers, but I'm like... I don't know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It it was so cool because the season ticket guy next to me, he's like... He just smacks my back and he was like... Have some fucking fun, guy. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, you guys are beating our asses. And Mm -hmm. he just, he goes, here. And he puts his arm around me. He goes, go Giants. And I was like, so this is what football is. And it just, it shifted. Unless you're at (laughs) Dallas Cowboy game. (laughs) But it just, it was like. Hey, 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 it could be worse. It could be in Philadelphia. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, so. But I, I can imagine. But it was, yeah, it was awesome. I was like, oh, man, these Texans and all the Texans got He was like, yeah, I'm going to season ticket for whatever. And he's like, oh, John here sold his tickets to you because we suck. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, yeah, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, we destroyed them. That stadium is pretty good too. I don't yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I've been next to it uh, a million times. We have a trade show down there. That's like part of the trade show uses the field and stuff. But I've never seen a game there. But yeah, oh, man, Equal the, Parts. Was it Equal Parts? No, it's uh, what's the brewery next to Minute Maid Field? Um, um Eighth yeah. Wonder. No. There's equal parts, and then there... I it was Sigma, but they were... Well, so that's equal parts and Sigma. Okay, it's yeah, clo- yeah, that, yeah. That's close to them. I'm thinking of one that's even closer to them. I have this shirt at the house. I can't mm. remember the name, but like they make really good sours. It's right there next to Minute Maid. Really? Yeah, I have to look it up. Garbock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, yeah, they're awesome. Houston joke. Um, but yeah, no, I need to go to New Orleans. I need to see the Giants play there. I do want to go see a Lightning game there. Nope, my one time in New Orleans was enough. <laughs> First five minutes there, my students got offered crack. Oh, yeah, that's... Dean and I went to New Orleans on our way out to buy his truck. Mm-hmm. So when we... I found him a, a 94 Lightning to buy <laughs> and uh, in in North Carolina. And we flew, flew out to New Orleans first and spent the night there and went to... North Carolina, but man, we had a blast at Bourbon Street. So much fun. Really? You and Dean in Bourbon Street? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then he had the whole thing mapped out. He's like, I want to go here for some beignets. I want to go here for this. Oh, uh, okay. So, and we did all that. He's like, here's some breweries for you. We went to hit some breweries. <laughs> and... How many breweries do you think Dean's been to? Um, Dean's been to at least 20 breweries. And he's 15. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funny thing. Whenever we were at the house that day, he was like, what was the one that was a church that I really liked? I was like, you're not even of drinking age, and you you have your yeah. favorite breweries. Yes, and, and he was 11 when he went to that one. That was in Cincinnati. That was that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. All, all my kids love the breweries. Is uh, Gage, is, your other, is your son going to... Try to brew too, or is he pretty? He, set he on wants his? to be involved with the brewery. He's, you know, it's funny is that he doesn't really care much for beer, but he likes the different, you know, the the more flavorful beers we've made, the, mm-hmm. the stouts and the sours and that kind of stuff. Um, but he wants to be more involved with, with the brewery itself. They all want to serve beer at the brewery, so that's gonna be, be cool. Good. So some free labor would be always good. So. Uh, not in te- you can't free labor not in Texas. I, that's not what I said. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and delete oh, that part of the podcast. Okay. Um, so, so the brewery I was talking about was True Anomaly. True Anomaly. Oh yes. Yeah, I think I, I sent I've you been, pictures of that one. Yeah, I, I went there on the day they opened. Oh, really? On the day they opened, and the, the day they opened, they had six um, cold um, bright tanks behind their deal, but. They still had uh, carboys sitting on on pallets out mm-hmm. in their, their their back area and stuff. I was like, I see some carboys back. He's like, well, we're still home brewers, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Man, yeah, that's a cool brewery too. Yeah, it was, parking sucks because it's right there next to the uh, you, the ballpark. But I mean, if you can find a spot, um, you might as well not even drive down there. But that is true. <laughs> I stayed at the Holiday Express, which is like two blocks from there, and you just walk. So. Damn, that's all. Oh, man. See, that's another thing. I need to go to a Rangers-Astro game down there. Yeah, yeah Minute Maid Park yeah. was pretty cool. When I went there, I'm like, man, this is really nice. It's air-conditioned. Then, you know, when I was in there at, at the Ranger Ballpark a week ago, like, 
This is way better. Yeah. No, it's not. So nice. much nicer. But it doesn't have any character, though. It does. Does it? Compared to Minute Maid Park, a, it does. There's a giant car box sign in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Like, I miss the ballpark. But then oh, again, yeah. I'm more just, I'm, I'm probably just tired of the nostalgia of me growing up there. But you, you never went to Arlington Stadium. No, I came in after that. See, I, I spent a lot of time there because they used to give free tickets at Winn-Dixie. Which, what, you know, R.I.P. Arlington Stadium and Winn-Dixie. Yeah, so, Winn-Dixie used to give away free tickets to all the Blue Jay games and all the Twins games. And I was a Twins fan, so I went to every single Twins game at the Ranger Stadium. That's awesome. And every single Blue Jays game, and I, you know, hate the Blue Jays, so I was a Ranger fan for the Blue Jay games and Twins fan for the other games, so free tickets all the time. Mm. So much fun. So much fun. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's one thing we keep going back to is like the culture and the fandom of, of breweries, of <laughs> ballparks, of teams, of everything. Like that's what draws us into all these different yeah. places. Yep. Exactly. And no matter what they put out, if we have a you know good experience then then we're gonna be more tied into them, we're gonna enjoy our experience more and enjoy the beer more. Yeah, exactly. I mean it, it's a whole No pressure whole art. Thing. <laughs> just make that write that out that's your uh, mission statement just you, you know what's funny with with what i'm trying to start down there is it's i i literally have zero pressure i don't even care that's yeah if i'm there by myself drinking beer or no, just I, me john and you down there drinking beer I, I will totally be fine i tell people that like trying not trying to speak against i'm like trying to tell people we, we start this brewery here but a low pressure situation like trying to say that to people like he's not jumping in there fighting raw or martin house right no i he's making it for his own self which i think is gonna make you better i think that's what draws me into wanting to help with the whole thing is just like you can experiment you can have fun you're not in it necessarily to make the top you know you're not trying to turn the most money you can from every batch you brew. Exactly, is it's, it's going to be organic. And then your, your quality control standards, where if it's not to where you want it to be, I it's would, dumped. I'd be more yep. scared of you as a competitor than I would be, you know, mom and Joe that just took out a hundred thousand dollar loan. Like you don't got to make money fast. Or right. it's over there, like I'm making the stuff I like. Right. And I, you know, I try to say that without being mean, but I, it, it's like it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. He don't give a shit. That's a good. That's a good thing. It's like, or don't give a shit. Watch <laughs> out, because he don't care. That's. It's like what? No, he he cares. You don't. You don't understand. He don't give a shit about the business part right. of it. I, it's like I care yeah. this side. Yeah. I don't care about that side. It's like watch yeah. out. It's like you want to tell people you don't give. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you you were talking a lot earlier about your all your college experiences and all that stuff. I never went to college, so. I've never spent a dime on education. This is my education. Mm-hmm. So all the money I spent on this is about what somebody would spend for a four-year degree or whatever. There you go. So no big deal. You know, it just, it's, it's just an education. And at the end of it, I'll have a brewery. So it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it'd be kind of cool. Just have a brewery <laughs> on the property. Just walk in there and be like, I'm going to have a beer. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and, and that's all I want it to be—is fun. That's the fact that you stuck with it through all these challenges, though. Like that—that's the part that really sticks yeah. out to me. Is like because you've had so many yeah. like red tapes put in front of you to even get to this point. 
where's your flood survey? <laughs> right. It's like, what? I mean, like, no, no kidding. Last Tuesday when the storms rolled through, I was like, here's another roadblock for art. The building's really? going to fall over. <laughs> uh, that was my first thought. I was sitting in the hallway. I was like, oh, man, they're going yeah. to my parents' house. The building's not fully flushed. I know. Out. I was like, oh, this looks like a, a, a tornado's going to go through there. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I am insured. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today, today it's snowing. I, I get construction insurance. Mm-hmm. That's insured for way more than what it costs to build it because we did it ourselves and I'm like oh no no it's exact it's, it's probably worth more now mm-hmm. well what I'm saying yeah, yeah don't, but, don't, uh, don't dry yeah. snitch on yourself art <laughs> well I mean you got the, you but bought, it was you uh, bought the land at the right time that's for sure yeah it was uh, I was like well you know if something did happen <laughs> <laughs> it would almost be okay <laughs> so but but yeah it, that building held pretty well Considering how many beers we had during building that building, it's pretty good. Damn. <laughs> All those, every time I try to go out there, y'all were either done or y'all didn't end up making it out there. Yeah. So when does the first piece of equipment go in there now? As soon as the doors and windows go in. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you are you going to... What's the first piece you're going to put in there? The, uh, the brewing system and that all the... Tape. Oh, I we, should I should make it fancier than yeah. that, huh? We yeah. brewing next Friday? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so badass. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're going to brew next Friday. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to brew on the, on the big system that I've, I've never yep. used. Fuck it. <laughs> yep, go. Yeah. I mean, I've brewed... It's, it's two barrels? What's the one? It's one? One barrel? What's that saying about, you know, learn how to swim until somebody pushes you, pushes that's you right. in? <laughs> go. Yep. I mean, I've brewed on half a barrel system, so it shouldn't be too much of a jump. Yeah, but it's going to be fine. It's in recording now, so we'll find out <laughs> in a couple of weeks. That's right. <laughs> uh, <sighs> we know that's all. Oh, man. Hell, yeah. You earned it. Ah, oh, hell, yeah, man. I'm so happy for you. Well, I appreciate it. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to getting it going, man. <laughs> that's so good. So, yeah, it's like... Like he said, it was a wild ride. It's like... I mean, how long ago did we meet at Luckapalooza? Not Jesus. Around the same time we did the, the thing here, man. Right? Like 2018, 20, 2019? Yeah. You know, I, was, I was asking, like, my wife really liked your uh, your, your sour, man. How'd, how'd you make that? You know, you, give me your secrets. You know? <laughs> Nostalgia. Yeah. Yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Good, yeah. good belly it's like yogurt. yogurt. I'm like... What? <laughs> so yeah, awesome. and you you went and did citric acid. I was like, no, Art. I told you it's it's yogurt. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> oh. is he's, he's talking more about brewing than anything. So. Got the recipes. Well, hopefully they scale up. I mean, with the Beersmith, the program we use yeah. to make all our recipes, it's industry like this industry standard. So they should scale up and. We have the system that art that we're going to be brewing on in there already, so we should know our numbers and be able to hit them pretty exact. And if not, it's something we're doing wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's also kind of why I want to practice before we really, yep, start getting to it. Yeah, Harper said something about scaling up. It's It's not linear. No, no, it's 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 a whole, it's a whole uh, um, formula Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, the the five gallon thing, like, oh, we'll just times everything by whatever. Nope, mm-hmm. 
No, you can't. <laughs> it will it will really mess things up. He, he always he's always has great beer brewery advice. I'm like Michael, I don't brew anything. I'm not <laughs> going to. I'm not and I'm definitely not gonna brew it on your scale. And Harper he he knows a lot about him brewing. And, oh yeah, him he's and uh, David. super smart dude. Cool. If he, Michael Harper, the the brewer at uh at Funky Picnic. Him and uh what was the guy's name from Good Brew God? Oh yeah. Josh, they, Josh. They used to do those podcasts, and uh, Harper was on there. And um, other than production issues, they were awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Cause, Nerd alert. Because I would, like, crank up the volume, then all of a sudden crank the volume yeah. back down and back and forth. Yep, so Harper started... So informative. Harper started Panther Island, mm-hmm. and then he left Panther Island. Oh, wait, did he start Panther Island or Wahoo? He started Wahoo. I've got my Wahoo glasses. I think somebody brought that up. I'm glad you brought, I might have a sticker in that bag over there. He started Panther Wahoo, and then he he uh, left that, and he went to Texas Ale, then he went to OHB, then he went to Community, and now he is at uh, Punky Picnic. So, okay. Yeah, he is well-traveled and has sucked up some knowledge. He also went to school. Did he go to the Siebel Institute? Or? Maybe. I'm not going to. I think that's what it's called. Not gonna, yeah, no, he has his little certificate or degree, whatever, in brewing. Yeah, I was telling Art, uh, so I work in higher education, and the college, one of the colleges that I used to work at, actually had a brewing program there. So cool. And so during like my lunch break, I'd go sit outside and listen to the class, (laughs) just try to soak up. And I I, I try to enroll in the class, but at the time, it was like you had to be there, you had to do your internship, so working full time, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But I would, I would soak up everything, and I'd talk to the professor afterwards, but, like, he's traditional, like, Reinsblatt or whatever it is, the German, you know, yep. purity standards. And so he hated everything. He was like, why? Why are you doing that to the beer? I was like, just to see what happens. He's yeah. like, no, beer's to be consumed on a regular basis, and this is what you do so it's consistent. And I was like, that's not so what I'm about. Opening it up the gates, man. Mm-hmm. And actually, I found out this last week to one of my former students... He just finished the program, and he's brewing at two of the, the local breweries. So really, I was like, "How did you get into that?" He's like, "Well, one of the shirts for the brewing program was on sale in the bookstore for four dollars, so I bought it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool looking.' And so he looked into it, read uh, how to how to brew by John Palmer. Thought it was interesting because he's you know he so he was super. He's one of my most brightest students I ever had. Like he was taking calculus A B and B C like his junior year." Almost got a perfect score on the math math port, part of the SAT. Oh, wow. Went to A and M, and then twenty twenty hit. So you know yeah. he had to come back, and he was like, "Well, let me look into this program." And <laughs> now he's a full brewer, and I'm I'm excited to see where oh, where yeah. it takes him. Just because I know the amount of like intelligence that kid has, and what he's going to bring to the places that he's at. It's just like the consistency and the amount of like precision that he's going to bring. I'm just I I, I want to go back and just drink their beers. Just because I want to see where they are now and like where he takes them. That's so cool. I, and I'm glad you keep mentioning consistency because that is... The, so if I ever... When I judge Crepery, that's the number one. That's the number one thing. That's, that was the number one reason why I fell in love with Petticola is because I would get a velvet hammer at five different places and it would taste like a velvet hammer. Mm-hmm. There's so many times where you'll go to two different places and that beer tastes two different ways. Consistency. That's a it's a dirty word. But yeah, no, this has been great. I think we'll cut this off here and hang out.
off the air. Take this, Dirk Rody and Tony. We miss you guys. We don't really. I do, but I don't. Party at your place, Rody, <laughs> on uh, 31st. Yeah, we'll right? all be there. Yep, bringing 500 people. That's right. We'll all be it. there. <laughs> After yep. division, so we'll be we'll be nice and, and ready to party. But yeah, if you want to come to division, and if if somebody out there listening was like, I will show up to division. You walk up to me, and we have never met before. I might buy your first beer. Oh, that has happened twice. Nice. The first time was really weird because I didn't think I was like, what? Surreal for you? It was awkward. That, that's definitely an awkward feeling. Like it was like when you see someone wearing your logo. Like, I remember doing the homebrew competitions, and I sold one of the guys, like, one of the shirts I just had out for display, and the next, like, the Deep Elm Labor of Love, he was there wearing it. It's like, that's awesome. weird. Like, my little thing, you know, people were actually, like, you know, yeah. paying attention, they're listening, they're watching, they're following, and so. So we got you. Well, we were, like, we're paying attention. Well, I remember me and uh, Jason at New Main. I'm like, hey, you're you're, you're the, the awkward that I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> not, not really. Yeah, not I'm like, really. Uh, it was like you do the casual. It's like, yeah. Oh, so. No, you're the you're the good story, the one that I'm walking around telling people like, yeah. No, <laughs> no. yeah, no. The it was at a new main tasting event. And she, they walked up, and I was like, she was like, and I was like, uh, whoa. I was like, I didn't think anybody listened. <laughs> Here you go. Nah, that was great. No, but yeah, if you show up to Division, say, hey, we've never met before, I will buy you a beer. I might buy you two. Oh, watch nice. out. Let's go. It's the, well, I think they're doing the wristband thing. I'll buy your wristband, but let's go. Nice. Let's go. But yeah, no, appreciate you both for being on. Thank you for having us. Yeah, man. We'll awesome. do this, yeah, we'll do this again because those other guys need to be here. And as we'll, soon as we get some beers fermented, we'll get some tastings we'll, going yes, on. and Do it at the brewery. Especially the uh, cilantro lime IPA. Well, hit. Yep, screw that. We'll, 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 we will, I will load this all up and we will go to the brewery. Oh, yes. We will sit in plastic chairs around the circle when you got nothing yet in the dirt. We will sit there and... Oh, no, there's, there's foundation I, now. I actually have concrete. We'll have, we'll, have, uh, we'll have windows and doors next week. So well, we need more struggle than that. I mean, we can <laughs> pretend we, we can go to struggle. the dirt. We got to struggle. They got dirt, so... We got to show everybody how hard you... That's right. <laughs> the blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly. But, no, we appreciate you guys. Uh, don't tread on me, motherfucker. Don't tread on me, motherfucker. And uh, they're great. <laughs> Don't step on Snake. <laughs> I gotta play Connor doing that again. Hey, take that dirt. Don't step on Snake. <laughs>